0: nitty-gritty we're back welcome to this week's episode we have Ashley Hatch with us professional soccer player from our own BYU and she was kind enough to bring her agent with her (laughs) (laughs) and your cousin and my cousin (laughs) and her husband right Jeff Van Buren Yeah, important guy right so they talk about why they still have separate last names
1: now we get it, yeah. right? It's not just about the brand. Because Ashley Hatch has been a pretty big name for a while. I mean, so I've had a poster of Ashley Hatch. I don't know if you call it a poster.
0: It's a wall p- It's like mural. It's
1: like, yeah, kind of a mural. I stole it <laughs> when I catered. I used to do a lot of catering for the women's soccer team. And the story behind it is kind of funny. Like, she, definitely probably my favorite women's soccer player ever. And... There was one night where I catered. Somebody took like 200 sodas. When I went back to pick up our equipment, I was missing 200 sodas. So I'm like, I'm taking this. And I took a sign. (laughs) And it was just kind of a joke. I told the marketing team at BYU that I did it. And I just never really gave it back. And I found it like a year and a half ago. I'm like, this is going up in my
0: office. And it's up. And And she signed it. And she signed it. Check out our Instagram to watch the video of her signing. It was awesome. So but it was a cool episode. Um, We talked all sorts of stuff on how she became professional and her journey in being a soccer player. And, you know, we talked on the the gap between men and women's sports and in soccer. I think that was a cool thing to talk about. I think that's a
1: pretty relevant issue nowadays. And it was kind of cool to get her perspective and kind of talk about why that gap is there. And and then that naturally kind of evolved into talking about – her husband being her agent, which we didn't even know when we sat down and talked to him. And so he's an accounting major at BYU, which means he's a pretty smart guy. That's one of the top accounting programs. And so I thought that was a really interesting dynamic to have her own husband. And man, dating her was not easy for him. We kind of get into that story too. That was a three-year investment (laughs) to to get to that point. So
0: it's a really cool story. But she's awesome. So humble. Like, you would never think that she was a professional athlete. Even the way she talks about it, she's just like so nonchalant about yeah, she's very so like I that. had a hat trick and I <laughs> scored a goal.
1: What and- was your favorite moment. Like I called Carly Lloyd off a ball in a U.S. <laughs> women's national team game against Switzerland and yeah. assisted on a goal. Uh, yeah, it's she's very, she's accomplished some awesome things.
0: But yeah, fun episode. Thank you so much for all your support with the podcast. Listening, tuning in, reviews, Top 50 business podcast we found out today. Yeah. This week's episode, so. Yeah, it's been doing good. So thank you for your support. And always check us out on Instagram. Like We'd love to hear feedback from you. If you guests, you want us to try to get on the show? It would be cool. We need some more. We've got some cool ones lined up, though. Yeah. So check us out.
1: Welcome to the Nitty Gritty. I'm excited for today's. We, we've been off for a couple of weeks. But I... We have invited probably my favorite female athlete. She is hanging in your office. She, she's, <laughs> well, okay. A picture of her is hanging up in my office. <laughs> and we have star BYU athlete, current Washington Spirit st- star, <laughs> soccer legend, Ashley Hatch. Is it Ashley Hatch Van Buren? Like, how do we do that? Because oh. it's such a catchy name. Branding. And people, Branding stays Hatch. Yeah. Is this,
2: it's it's it, Ashley Hatch for now. It's Ashley Hatch. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Once I'm done with soccer, I'm going to switch over. But yeah. right now, it's Ashley Hatch. Well, I mean,
1: <laughs> every pro athlete is a brand, right? Yeah. I know that's kind of a... <laughs> you've always been a very humble person. I'm sure you probably don't like talking about this stuff. But you do have to keep... Like, your name is well-known, and so, you know, yeah, it'd be hard to switch over, especially to a last name that has a space in it.
0: <laughs> Everyone's going to just, Hatch they're, they're going to start Van calling Buren. you Dan, they're going to call you yeah. Ashley Buren, they're not going to know what <laughs> yeah, to say exactly. to you. exactly,
2: I know. <laughs> I've seen it firsthand, I'm like, I don't know if I want to switch over yet.
0: <laughs> hey, and
3: I'm fully sports. I'm just kidding. Well, that, that <laughs>
1: means you're a confident man, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but thanks for coming.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So, a little break in the season right now?
2: Yeah, a little break and then go back in a couple weeks to start practicing again for whenever we get to play again, which who knows? (laughs) So you guys
1: just finished kind of like – Hockey and basketball is about to start. You guys had your bubble tournament, we'll call we it. did. Our and it was in tournament. Harriman, of all places. Yes, it was. How did it end up in Harriman?
2: Um, well, I think all of the markets, you know, obviously wanted it um, to be in their market. But I think Utah at the time was the safest market. And so they won the quote-unquote bid, I guess, to okay. have it here. Um, and so, yeah, that's why it was in Harriman. I mean, they have that Zions Bank Academy Um, all the stadiums up there and all the fields they have so it was i think just made the most sense because they're all in like one location like if we did it in maryland we have three different fields but they're kind of like all like an hour apart and more spaced out so i think it was just like the safest bubble environment that there was in our league so
1: interesting that had to be exciting for you
2: oh yeah i was so excited i remember like we were on our zoom our team like zoom call like they're updating us about the season and like what was happening and stuff. And then I remember our captain being like, okay, we're playing in like Harriman, Utah. And i was just like, what? Like, really? (laughs) I was like so excited. And I like looked at Jeff and my eyes got big, but then I like, like reality hit and like, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to like see him or even get outside the bubble. So I'm like, I don't even know if that's a good thing. It was almost like harder because I'm like so close, but I can't see him or see anyone. But it was nice to be in Utah and be in the same time zone.
1: Right. <laughs> I didn't think, You know, I didn't even really officially introduce you, oh, Jeff. That's, I'm that's sorry. Okay. Hey, I'm,
0: that's, I'm totally
1: I'm so that. sorry. That's so bad. her husband, Jeff Van Buren, <laughs> you might recognize his last name because it is the same as... We may or may not be related. My brother-in-law, co-host, Andrew Van Buren, and they are first cousins. Yes, yes, we are. Which is very cool. So the first 30 minutes we were in here, it was basically a Van Buren family reunion.
0: (laughs) It's time to catch up. And Ashley
1: and I just kind of courtesy smiled (laughs) as they were talking stories. And so so anyway, it's very cool. We always like when we have the husband-wife duos in here. It's kind of fun. It seems like, especially with the athletes, because they all have media training and sometimes they're a little bit closed book and sometimes the spouse <laughs> chimes in and gets some stories out that maybe we wouldn't have heard otherwise. They know how to answer the right way. Right. Hey, that's how I get some info. I just text Emily. She'll tell me. <laughs> so anyway, so thanks for coming for as sure. well. Thanks and for, for you know, you're a confident man. No last name over on the Ashley Hatch side. That's so, hard. you know, maybe you guys should be progressive. You should go Hatch. That's right. I Jeff could switch Hatch. I could switch it. No man. more misspelling Buren. No more <laughs> missing the space I'll in your name. I'll <laughs> Man, it'd be awesome. But no, thanks for coming. This is very, very cool. So you're yeah. back in Utah for mm-hmm. just waiting to hear from. Um,
2: I leave the, the 14th. Yeah, to go back. We're just practicing. Um, every market is different with the whole COVID right. thing. So I think we're all just practicing until we hear otherwise, and maybe have some local scrimmages and stuff. But yeah, it's kind of it's an interesting year for sure. Wow.
1: <laughs> so what? You, so how are you saying? I mean, anybody that follows your Instagram account. Like you've had some viral stuff. Like obviously you take your training seriously, but w- yeah. what do you what do you do here <laughs> while you're kind of waiting?
2: Um, well, right now I'm taking a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we had a it was a pretty rigorous tournament. It was like the games were so close together, the training, and also like the preparation for the tournament was a lot because we just there right. were so many unknowns, and so we come off a really strong off season. Everyone's in like tip top shape, ready to go. Season gets canceled right in the middle of our well right at the beginning of our preseason and so it was like kind of like a lot of it was emotionally draining it was mentally and physically draining so they just told us to take a couple weeks off before we return back to market and start training again and I mean, every time we train, it's a, it's a lot, and I'm right. excited for it, but I'm just enjoying this break. We were in the Uintas, what, last week? Yeah, last cool. week Yeah, so it was kind of oh, nice just cool. to kind of unplug yeah. <laughs> oh, <for laughs> off sure. the grid for a little bit, no cell phone service. It was really nice, but um, I'm already itching to get back on the field again. Oh, so. <laughs> I bet.
1: So what was it like, everybody kind of showing – did you guys practice in Maryland before getting to Harriman for the bubble, or was all the practice – here
2: yeah so once we found out we were having this nwsl challenge cup we had i think three weeks four weeks about a month about a month of actual team training um and before that we were kind of like on our own because we weren't allowed to get together as a team so we had like about a month of preparation and then once we got here we had four or five days to practice here get were you actually
0: able to practice though i mean like i know like the nba guys they had a certain number of people in a room and the coaches had to have gloves and masks on. And Mm -hmm. there was, I mean, it was, you could call it training and practice, but I wouldn't really call it training and practice.
2: It was definitely. Yeah. It was interesting. We had like, we had like a progression. So like we had, I think the most we were able to have was like six at a time. And then like the actual local fields that we play at weren't, technically available because they're government owned and they weren't uh, like opening it to the public so we had to go to a different venue only six people at a time which made for really long days for our coaches because they had to stay there for
0: oh, man. You five or six
2: hours yeah. and like wow. luckily I was in like the first or second group so I didn't get their wrath at the end of the day when they're like this is See, the that's fifth another time thing. I if done you go, go to Vampire
0: real- you're gonna be at the end of everything <laughs> exactly. too. So you're gonna be in the last group.
2: I know. So being in the middle is not bad. <laughs> I didn't
0: even think about that. Maybe
1: you shouldn't change it.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's just a hi- great it's just a great last <laughs> But yeah, so it was it was a progression to answer your question. And then we had like maybe a week of full team training. So it was interesting because I wasn't seeing my teammates or playing with some of my teammates for a couple weeks. And then we had maybe two weeks, two and a half, and then three weeks if you count the week here before our games to like actually prepare. Um, so yeah, it was, it was like how, interesting. How ready
0: did you feel? I mean, compared I mean, like to previous me seasons, right?
2: Like I was ready to go. Okay. <laughs> but I think as a team, I think we were all like, just super excited to play, but I think another month or so we would have performed even better. But we did perform really well, which is the exciting part, which yeah. makes me so excited for next year is like with the small amount of preparation we had, like we played really well as a team. and I think it's a good test for all those teams to see how well they did mesh in like such a short amount of time because we usually have so much time yeah. to prep. and we also have a t- n- normal twenty four game season and yeah. we had a five game season. <laughs> wow. So yeah.
1: And did everybody, so everybody showed up in shape pretty well, like, yeah. everybody, cause it's hard. I mean, it's not just like the off season, it, you know, yeah. some people don't handle all the quarantine stuff mentally as well. And I just wondered if anybody showed up a little. A little fat or a little... I'll (laughs) say yes. Binge eating, (laughs) you know?
2: There are some people, I think, when we got back, you know, like into team training and stuff, like the intensity... You can't replicate team training. You can't. No matter what you do, you can't replicate it. So all you can do is prep your best. And there were some people that showed up that were probably like, man, I wish I would have... Ran a little more on my own, but once you're in it, you're in it. And, a little you less, know.
1: less Netflix.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's hard to like when the whole world is like staying inside and not doing anything, and like, oh, like quarantine yourself, don't do anything, sit inside. Yeah, that's great and all, but like we also have to stay in shape and we have to get ready because we don't know when our season's starting. So. You have to do whatever you can. Doing, we worked out inside a lot. We would also like try and find an open field wherever we could. Play right. on crappy grass. Do whatever you can to that's get every ready. field in youth soccer. <laughs>
1: yeah, dirt patches. Dirt like my son is a keeper, and it's like how bit, how bad is the dirt patch I on this was, field? He's there's, no, get yeah, there's no, no grass. <laughs> it's so crazy, but that's, that's what kind fun. of
0: communication did they like provide to you guys? I mean, did you have any idea what was going on, or was it literally? From the outside looking in, it always looks like it's like a day-by-day thing. Like, we have no clue what's happening. Some players, like even Frank talked about, he got some of his information from Twitter. Yeah. He was like, before, like, the team would communicate with us, like, I would know what was happening because of, like, woes from ESPN.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much the same. Yeah. I mean, it was day by day. So, like, our team was in a unique situation because we had planned for our preseason, like, a warm weather camp. So, we went down to Sandpiper Bay in Florida for our preseason. The day we got there, we had one training session, and then they shut every team down so we were in San Piper Bay for two weeks not allowed to train as a team only as like individuals or groups of like two on our own and we had no idea what the season would look like I think we were kind of seeing like because the NBA shut down all these other like um, sports were shutting down so we were kind of like learn- we're like still like a new league and we're trying to learn and so we're just kind of like learning from everyone else and seeing what everyone else was doing so like Oh, the NBA shut down. We're most like gonna shut down. So that's kind of how we like anticipated what was gonna yeah. happen to our season. Um, but it was really cool that we were one of, if not the first sport back, we were the, you were the, the first, first sport back. back. So that was kind of like a huge step cool. for our league, which was really cool.
0: That's the thing. I mean, you see what these guys are going through, and I mean, it's been two months since you guys started,
3: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: Like when mm-hmm. you first got going again. Yeah. There was way less information back then, and so I mean, it was yeah. even more wild, wild west on. Yeah. What was being reported and what the expectations were. And that's just crazy. Did it feel different? Like playing the game, like in the middle of that, like did it, like once you actually started or once it, yeah. And once you went, did it just like, Oh yeah, we're good.
2: Uh, Like, once we got here into the bubble and everything. Yeah, the first couple days were just, like, so many unknowns. Like, this is the first time anyone has ever done this. So, the league was still trying to figure things out. They did a great job of, you know, like, setting these standards and regulations and keeping us safe. But it was still, you know, new. It was still their first time. So, we were one of the first teams to get into this market besides Utah as well. So, there was, like, some adjustment, you know, to, like, all the rules and stuff. But, like, after the first couple of days it started to feel normal and we are all just so excited to get out on the field so after that first game as well like it just felt normal and we were all so excited to be out on the field it was a little weird like scoring a goal and there's like no cheers no no
1: (laughs) fans
2: so you're like celebrating and you're like whoa this is weird like it's so quiet like because you watch on tv they they add the fan noise and stuff i love that they add the
1: fan noise <laughs> it just makes me feel a little bit more like things are normal still like yeah. i always watch the enhanced <laughs> versions yeah. of the me games too.
2: i like it but yeah so it was, that was a little different but after the first game it just felt normal and yeah. uh, good to be out there on the field
0: did you have to do covid tests every day
2: um not every day but a lot more often than you would have liked like we had to do it before and after every game um when we were in maryland to the whole month or three weeks leading up to it we had to get tested every week like once we started training as a groups like uh, more than six we had to get tested every week (laughs) did
0: they do the nose one every time
2: yeah yep
0: (laughs) oh that would be so bad. i know no thank you
3: yeah
1: i know i feel like frank filled us in on the bubble and that's hard like ninety, was it ninety days? I'll be in there with no.
0: Yeah, it depends how
1: long. Like they go. if they, may, you know, yeah. if they stay in it. But yeah, no, fa- like you couldn't go visit Ashley, right, yeah. Jeff? Like,
4: well, I mean yeah i was the non-contactless delivery or whatever yeah you know, he contactless was my, delivery yeah. guy oh, so, he, oh you were I, we wouldn't touch right you know we would follow right. the rules but it'd be like here here's he a box like, for you <laughs> love notes down in
2: the lobby i'll be down there in a second <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here's some
4: laundry yeah uh, so.
2: <laughs> so it was a little <laughs> advantage i had which is nice so it
1: is kind of bittersweet I, g- I guess that's good but like you said being so close
0: but not be able to see family and everything else. Like it's like that's hard. I was in the MTC for Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> oh right And like you could like see, I was like, hey, that's my grandma's house. <laughs> oh, those are probably that's probably my family right oh, now. Oh. Seriously. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. That's that's the, the
3: same
4: feeling I like she was doing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I mean, what was like the family situation? Like I mean, have you been separated? Like how long were you guys separated then?
2: Um, I mean, I guess the silver lining of the whole COVID was once BYU got canceled, he came out to DC a little bit sooner, which was nice. Usually I'm (laughs) still
4: in school. I have one more year and usually it's like two or three months on either end of the So like at the beginning, he's gone
2: for three months and then at the end. Because I'm
4: still in school and then I'd jump out to Um, DC.
2: Yeah. So he left, we left around the same time to come back here, but then hadn't seen each other until after the tournament was over.
4: So I was out there like March, it was like the next day after they canceled it, I flew out and...
2: Yeah, well, because there was rumors of like state borders closing, like no one knew yeah. what was going on, so I'm like, right. "Get your butt out here as soon as yeah. you can." <laughs> so, I, I <laughs> so I was out there March till
4: board. June, and then dropped her. Like she left, I took care of some things in DC, and then came home and been here since. So. Wow, it was like a this time it was a month, month and a half. Yeah, it wasn't our worst.
2: Yeah, we've been apart for longer than that before, so it was doable.
0: <laughs> Not too bad. That <laughs> that, that would be really hard. Is it'd like, be <laughs> like. I mean, on my end, you're still kind of like newlyweds. I mean, you're what, a year and a half in? Mm-hmm. Right? Well, they're probably only like nine months in, yeah. technically, <laughs> so with all
1: the on time apart.
2: <laughs> in like together, right? we married, it's different. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you're you're playing pro soccer across the country, you're still in school. Yeah, Man, what's a, that tournament was kind of crazy. I mean, the teams that should have won... Yeah. <laughs> Both knocked out in the first round.
2: Yeah, it was rough.
1: Right. Yeah. So the spirit and your old team,
2: the courage. Yeah, are
1: probably the top two teams. I was just going back through yeah. it to see, but it
0: was a yeah, breaker. that was
1: so strange. It went to yeah. penalty kick or shootout the first or yeah. that what second game or the the first the round first the, when you got round. knocked out. Yeah. She yeah. scored by the way. She did her part. <laughs> scored in your first game so is that yeah. when you noticed the cheering thing like not having fans because you had a it was well, pretty even good like
2: first. even though things but even doing like warm-up you know usually like it's just like the excitement of like having the fans there watching you warm up the music's playing and like for sure you just kind of like soak it all in as you're like prepping for the game like that wasn't there it's just like you and your thoughts were a lot louder <laughs> and so like you're warming up and you're just like wow this is this is different but I don't know it was fun it's a really cool experience to like say you've been a Part of you know when we look back right. on this in five years hopefully
0: it never happens again so this could yeah. be like a once oh, in a lifetime. I hope thing. So too. <laughs> please never happen again yeah was there a lot more trash talking yeah because you could hear it huh <laughs> yeah yeah well, that's you, what you could definitely hear a lot more because yeah. they're talking about like LeBron's greatest gift right now is his voice because it carries so much <laughs> in the bubble in Orlando because they're in this little confined room right. and the dude's got like a deep voice. So you can hear everything. They're like, we might have to have a tape delay. Seriously. On some of these games. I can't
1: get used to these NBA games because I mean, I know they're just like conference rooms basically. Like they're big and it just, and it looks like it. It's just so
0: weird. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get over it, but. And like, would it be as an athlete, do you think it would be, harder or I don't even know the proper way to ask this more weird more strange, Stranger. More strange. <laughs> <laughs> to be in an empty arena like you guys played in or in a tight confined space that you're not used to playing in
2: oh probably a tight confined space that you're not used to playing in. at least for us we're outside so yeah. like your voice can you know Go disperse in the air A little bit And there's some room And fresh air But I think a tight Confined space Would probably be A little bit more difficult I've never done it before So I don't know But I feel like That'd be really hard But Wow Yeah
1: well let's back this up let's i want to know that's where i was going oh man man. we've been doing this for a while we're we're on the same wavelength so you know one thing i didn't know about you until today when i was doing my wikipedia homework oh
2: yeah good old wikipedia you're from a very
1: famous little city well it's a famous city if you are into bill and ted's excellent adventure (laughs) which i am and they're recording the sequel right now but you grew up in. You were born in San Dimas, California.
2: I was, yeah.
1: Holy smokes. Mm -hmm. I I remember. So I grew up in Southern California as well.
2: Oh, nice. Raging waters. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, summer. Every summer. Everyone's been (laughs) to San
1: Dimas. It's not there. Is it still there?
2: I don't think so. How long did you live there? Uh, I mean, my whole family is from there. I moved when I was like, I don't know, 11.
1: Where'd you guys move to? Uh, you,
2: well, we moved, we lived in, we moved to St. George, Utah for like a year or two. And then we moved to Arizona, which I call home now because that's where I went I thought, to high school.
1: Right. I thought you, yeah. Would. So where in Arizona. Where, where are you from? Uh, Gilbert. You from? You're from Gilbert. Yeah. That's where like my barbecue career started. Oh really? I lived there for that's two awesome. years.
2: Oh really? And oh. I started
1: working for a little barbecue shop down there and that's where Where'd I got serious. Where? So uh, I lived.
2: Do you know your crossroads? Yeah. We were just
1: talking about the other day, uh, Cooper and Elliot.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, I lived on right Higley there. and Elliot, so Holy really close. <laughs> Maybe we were neighbors. <laughs> we probably were.
1: So, when did you start playing soccer?
2: Um, I started playing soccer in California when I was eight.
1: And was it just this immediate, like? I love this.
2: Um, actually, no, it wasn't. <laughs>
1: <Okay.
2: laughs> Jeff's
0: shaking his head like, nope. Well,
2: so I played like, I know my dad was a huge advocate of playing every sport. And soccer was one of the last You're sports I played um, because no one in my family ever played it. So right. like my, da- my dad played baseball in college at a small community college for a little bit. So like softball and baseball were the first sports I ever played. Um, played basketball, played tennis, tennis golf. tried so golf, weird, another professional
0: <laughs> athlete that played multiple sports, interesting, <laughs> interesting parents who are listening, psychotic
1: parents <laughs> <have your> in <kids laughs> 12 months a year, single sport. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, so it was kind of didn't really, well, So yeah. when did it catch up? Like when, when was it that I mean, you chose soccer over the rest?
2: So I, my, like friends from other sports like oh you're pretty athletic you should come play soccer with us and I was kind of like nah like I'm, I like these other sports and then finally one day I was like okay like I'll go play and I kind of quote unquote played late like most kids start when they're three or four playing right. soccer. So like, I thought it was still like the bumblebee soccer where you just run around wherever you want and kick the ball. And like, I didn't think there was any structure to it. So I remember my first practice, my coach like stuck me on the wing and it's like, you have to stay on this side of the field. I'm like, but the balls over there, like this is so stupid. I remember coming home and I was like, mom, dad, I don't really like this. I'm like, well too, that you already signed up. Like you got to play. <laughs> and so I was like, all right. And then I started liking it a lot more than all the other sports, like tennis, like it was fun but like i just had too much energy and wanted to run more you know and i was always in like those no man zones and like my instructor was like what are you doing and so i stopped playing that and soccer kind of just like stuck and i was excelling at it so naturally i stuck with it
1: it's so interesting soccer here like what is it about soccer just not being huge in america like kids i mean like you said it was what was your favorite sport like I don't know, probably
2: baseball at the time.
3: Yeah. See, that's a whole
1: other debate (laughs) that I've been wanting to have with somebody lately. Why softball? Why do girls play softball and not, like, everything else is the same? Yeah. Soccer, soccer. I
2: don't know. I mean, I I was the only girl on my baseball team, because, like, I started playing really young, so it's... Baseball, and I remember being in elementary school once, and they're like, What sport do you play? I'm like, I play baseball, and they like, This guy's like, Boy, I was like, No, you play softball, I'm like, No, I play baseball, <laughs> and I was like, I was so confused, I was like, It's the same thing, and then it was like, Oh, there, you started playing softball, but yeah, it was, I, was
1: I, so I don't, I don't get it, I don't get why, like, females play softball and males play baseball, I've just never understood it. I, I wonder if anybody has that answer. I would think that'd be one of those, like, you know, everything's equal now, like. Why are we playing softball? Why
3: softball <laughs> yeah.
1: This is bull crap. I mean, it is, it is an amazing sport. Like the way, I mean, the yeah, pitchers now and all different. that. But it's just, I've always wondered why it's different. But yeah. anyway. But so were you, when you started playing soccer, were you up front? Like were you kind of doing what you're doing now and scoring goals? And yeah. I mean, that's always fun when you... Yeah. He starts scoring goals. Like being good (laughs) at something definitely makes it more fun, fun, right? Yeah.
2: No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I started playing on the wing just because I had speed and I was decent. You know, I was fast with the ball. So, yeah, my coach just took me out on the wing. I didn't score a goal like my first year at all, just, you know. I don't know. I just never did. It was my first time ever playing. I remember I didn't make the all-star team either, and I was, like, super upset, and then... So you I think, had I competitive think I maybe spirit as yeah. a kid.
1: Like, you were competitive. Yeah, I think I made like- it...
2: Yeah, I think I might have scored one goal, like, my last game or something. Oh, and I was like, so Dad, can you believe I scored a goal? Like... <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I can believe it." And then the next season it was a different story, but yeah. Well, it's just, hard
1: to get the positioning down and know where yeah. the ball is going to end up. And I mean,
2: Yeah, it what? was and I you know, I never used my feet before, you know? Like every sport you, you know, you're using your hands and stuff, and so I had never used my feet before. So it was just it was a whole It's new a much ball game. tougher game than
1: people realize. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you're I mean, you got to be coordinated head to toe. I mean, it's a lot harder to bounce or dribble a ball around than people think.
3: Yeah.
0: No, yeah running full speed it, run,
1: <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. It, and up and when you're i always just say forward like I just stick i mean I guess you call them forwards there's yeah. so many different little. I, I swear, every up. team calls it something people different. That people that are up, people that are up, right? Up,
2: yeah, I'm like you. I
4: use different. She like yeah. makes fun of me all the time for the terms I use. So oh no, my
2: favorite with Jeff was because he didn't know a ton about soccer. <laughs> once we started dating, he's he's an expert now, so he's come on. I right.
1: would hope so, Jeff.
2: But we went out to I don't know play soccer together, and like we, I mean gonna pass the ball or whatever and he was like you want to do some kicks you want to kick the ball you want to do some kicks and <laughs> that's I what just, i was saying i just exactly. started laughing kicking, so hard and we're I was like, kicking the ball you want to do wanna
3: some do kicks some, yeah.
2: so that's like our inside joke whenever we go out to play I'm like hey babe you want to do some kicks
1: i'm bored let's go do some kicks <laughs> see that sounds more like cheerleading to me, like
3: gymnastics <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, I okay. <laughs> get it. I get it. <laughs> some kick. yeah. And I that's and right.
0: I call it a goalie because it's a goalie, not That's a keeper. A good See, that's
2: a pretty good like. I goalies would, that's okay, proper. I feel
1: like. But you're right. Like in soccer, it's a goalkeeper. Like in hockey, it's a yeah. goalie. I mean, a goalkeeper is fine. Yeah. But it's still just a goalie. We don't ever call him a keeper or a goalkeeper.
0: But yeah. soccer definitely has its own. The different lingo in each sport. Like, still, I'm like that doesn't make any sense <laughs> to me because right. I didn't play soccer. So, like, my oldest loves it. Yeah. So he actually found out, he's like, hold on, you're gonna, what? He's like, what? Akash was like stoked about this interview. It was really <laughs> cute. But like awesome. when we go to games, like they're saying, like coaching. I'm like, what the crap is he talking about?
1: Right. Like, this is what you do. Soccer has its like its own terminology that, yeah. A lot of sports have the same type of things we're talking about, but in soccer. Well, yeah, like
0: I'm yelling, Cash, my like, cash, box that dude out. Right. <laughs> <the> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, get around. This guy. <laughs> like mark that's your so player. Yeah. Like mark up. Mark Guard up. Guard him. Yeah. Guard him. Get <laughs> yeah. on him. Right? Yeah, like mark I'm Like, what are you gonna do? Go draw on him? I'm gonna go take a little sharpie and put a mark on his forehead so you know who you're
2: guarding. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's such, it's okay. I'm still learning too. It's all right. <laughs> it's
0: the soccer snobbery. Right? Yeah. Well, no, it goes both ways because if you play a different sport. When you came to oh, a sure. basketball gym, you're going like, hold on. What are you talking about? Right? You know, it's just you, you want to sound like you know what you're talking about. For sure. And then I try and I sound stupid, but I can say bumper pull <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. More inside jokes. Um, other siblings. So were they, I mean, kind of an athletic family? Did the, anyone else pick up soccer as you kind of started to have more fun at it?
2: yeah so i have two sisters and a brother i'm the oldest we're all two years apart my sister right below me brie we actually played at byu together for two years right. um we played soccer growing up like as soon as i started playing she started playing we both just kind of okay went from there she always actually played two years up with me on whatever team i played on oh that's cool. um mostly because my parents didn't want to take us to two different practices oh, man. but like she was good enough so, like, it was just great, yeah. you know? So, she was an amazing player. I went to BYU. She followed me there. Um, we had a great time growing up together. She's honestly one of the reasons why I'm probably where I am today, just because she was the one helping me get out there, practice at the park every day, pushing me. She
0: did the kicks with you? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> lots of kicks. Lots, lots of kicks, of kicks man. <laughs> it's always nice to have a sister who kicks with.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when did you start so, to, like, focus, like, narrow in on soccer?
2: Um... I kind of, I remember like soccer was my sport once I started playing, but I always enjoy just competing and playing any sport. I remember playing like three sports at once, honestly, when I was in like middle school. But once I got to high school, um, I was like, soccer's my sport. I want to play college soccer. Like this is what I'm doing. I'm playing wow. club soccer, but I'm running track on the side. I remember my cross country coach getting mad at me because I would miss meets because soccer was my number one focus. And he was like... This doesn't make sense. You're so good at you running. Like, mad at
4: she was it's really possible. good at tracking. <laughs> she was really good at it though. That's the thing. Well, it wasn't just a site. Right. Well, she's <laughs> yeah, probably like, good at anything.
2: No, but I, I committed to soccer. I was like this is what I'm yeah. doing. So I would say my freshman like going into my freshman year of high school like soccer was it. And that was my first ever BYU soccer camp was going into my freshman year of high cool.
1: school. Where would you go to high school?
2: Uh Highland.
1: You went to Highland. Yeah. It's like Ohio's. teal colors, right? Yep. Like I remember Highland. <laughs> it's funny; almost every athlete from Arizona we've talked to in here went to Mountain View. That's yep. like, yeah, that's like the school down there. It's yeah, kind of like so. our—I don't know. What would you say? Maybe Lone Peak around here or Tim? Depends on the sport. What's the, what's the other? Tim View. Douchey school. No, uh, <laughs> View. That's hey, the one. Hey, I'm a, I'm a Provo yeah. Yeah. Oh, C- Bulldog. Oh, you, <laughs> you understand <laughs> me then?
0: I was just in the principal's office at Tip View this Bur- week. What? Because Fidel's my buddy. He's oh, the principal okay. there. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Already recruiting your kids? That's yeah. what they do there. <laughs> Every high school let's not let's not joke. That's, it's a full time gig now to recruit to high you could say Tim, you started it though. Yeah, I, I think you're yeah, is yeah, out there. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> when did you when did you start to realize that like you were good at it and you started putting like goals beyond high school? Like when did you start thinking, Okay, I want to play like collegiate and Did it start right away? Like, I want to go D1 and I want to dominate? Or is it more like, oh, it would be fun to do this? Like, how did that work in your, like, mind? Yeah.
2: Um, I think when I was younger, I was very present. So I just, like, was so focused on, like, what I was doing then. I think my dad was the one that kind of, like, put the idea in my head. Like, hey, like... We remember watching, like, are talking about, you know, the World Cup team and them winning and stuff. And, like, could you imagine you playing in front of lots of fans and stadiums on like, the U.S. national team? And, like, you could do that. And I was really young. I didn't really understand, like, what college was or what professional soccer was. Well, professional soccer didn't exist, but the national team existed. So I think he's the one that kind of, like, slowly planted those thoughts into my mind. And as I got older and I realized, you know, that I was good at soccer and that I could probably take it somewhere, then that's when I started thinking, like, oh, like... I want to play in college, you know, I want to, I want to, like, get better, and I want to compete against the best, so I would say, like, in high school is when I started realizing that, like, I had that potential, and I think that was also when I started scoring a ton of goals. Before that, I actually played, like, center mid, so I just, I just loved playing, and I loved, you know, like, distributing the ball and helping others score and stuff, but, like, once I, started playing soccer my coach put me up top and i just had like this natural knack for finding the back of the net and so that's when i started realizing like oh like i could take this somewhere is when i started scoring like like breaking records in high school yeah. and i didn't even know like records were a thing in high school and so until my coach was
0: like so you you're two goals them.
2: away from breaking <laughs> a record and i'm like what like we keep track of those things like so wow. i think it was in high school that i kind of started. that's cool
0: yeah. did it make you like work harder at it or had you pretty consistently worked hard
2: I feel like I pretty consistently worked hard. I mean, my dad, I mean, I'm the oldest. And so I feel like that kind of came with like a lot of responsibility. And I think that kind of also put into my work ethic and my work rate. And so my dad was the one that would go out with me and like, help me just like learn how to work hard and push me and like, Hey, you're not really good at your left foot. We're going to dribble with your left foot until you can use it just as good as your right. And so, um, that was kind of just like ingrained in me from a young age. And so, it just it came natural to me to just like want to be the best and want to beat the best. So
4: her dad, their dad, uh, what they make he made you sign a contract with him, yeah, in a so, good way. Like if we're gonna do <laughs> this, you're gonna be committed, yeah. Like in well, a in a good way, you know. It's wow. Just like,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, club soccer is expensive, you know. Yeah. It's
1: it's oh, yeah. Yes, we know. <laughs> yes, it's not it a is. cheap
2: hobby. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: why we're not doing it. That's why we're still like
1: one, one level under like full
0: club. we tiptoed I mean, yeah. into it this year. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's,
1: it's as soon as I got, you know, because both of our sons have done a couple of tryouts, but yeah. then we saw what the costs were. We're like, uh. And
0: like, so we can do this for that or we can do this other league, which is just below it. It's like a tenth of the cost. I'm like, yeah. crazy how
1: all of that is now like it you know i know in places like arizona like where you grew up club soccer because it's warm year-round and Mm -hmm. you know some of those outdoor warm weather sports it gets serious like arizona is a lot more it is a pretty dominant state with sports especially the outdoor you know Mm football is very serious there Mm -hmm. soccer baseball so Anyway, I'm sure down there. Did you play club soccer before high school?
2: Uh, yeah, I right. started did, actually you started playing a in California. Thank you, card to your
1: parents <laughs> for all the investment. No, <laughs> Seriously, that, yeah. That exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Je- yeah, exactly. we're still paying it back today. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah, there's no way I could have paid for college and club soccer. So
1: absolutely right. It costs the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. But to Jeff's point, it was we kind of came to a crossroads of like if you're going to play soccer, like there's these two roads you can take is like, you can play it for fun and we can play, you know, wreck, and you can have fun and, do whatever you wanna do with it or if you're gonna be committed and you want to go further with it, we can invest in you and invest in club soccer, but you have to be invested as well. And so that's kind of where that crossroads was. And he was like, We had this conversation, I remember it. We were in the car, like on the way home from a soccer game. I probably didn't play it very well. That's probably why he was like, Okay, what do you wanna do with
3: this? <laughs> Are you sure?
2: <laughs> like and so I remember he's like, You get back to me whenever you have your decision wow. and I remember it was the next day. <laughs> I was like, wow. I wanna do this. Like, because I just thought about, like, I had so much fun with it, but it was also hard. It wasn't easy. I feel like sometimes people look back and they think, like, oh, she's playing professional soccer. It was all sunshine and rainbows. She, you know, smooth sailing. It's like, no, even when I was younger, I had that, like, dilemma. Like, do I want to do this? Do I want to commit to it? Like, it's going to take a lot of work, but, like, is it worth it? And even at a young age, I knew it was. And so I remember coming to my dad the next day, and I'm like, I want to do this. And so, like, ever since then, I was like, I committed. I, like, verbally committed it to him. And so, like, I just... You know, How I was were all you in now
0: at this time. Uh,
2: I was probably 13. Wow.
0: Yeah. What a cool conversation. For the Very cool. To have with you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the
1: fact that you remember it and yeah. talk like, that's pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. We had a lot of, I feel like conversations like that growing up.
1: So. Wow. Now, did your mom play sports too, ever? Or <laughs> we had a good, side, yeah, <laughs> a good balance.
2: Yeah. My mom, she, uh, is more of like the softer spirit and right. she, uh, she like ran track a little bit growing up, but sports weren't huge for her growing up. She was also the oldest in her family. Um, so we had a really good balance of my dad, you know, all in, very competitive. And my mom's like, What do you want
1: to eat for dinner? Like, what's for dinner? Yeah. YouTube's no more sports. Was, exactly. That's
2: exactly how it went. We'd day. come home from <laughs> a soccer game or a soccer tournament, and she's like, Okay, enough soccer. Like, let's talk about <laughs> something else. And to be honest, I was like, Well, there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> but okay, mom, thanks. Your food's really good.
3: Yeah. It's good so to have balance. Yeah. Right?
2: No, it was a great balance, and like looking back on it, I'm really glad that we had that balance because I I don't think I would have made it this far if it was you know so highly concentrated on both sides. So it was good to have that balance. And yeah. Well,
1: I mean, <laughs> it, it totally relates to what we've been talking about with the one sport kids, right? It, yeah. If it never shut, because I feel like the one like the the one sport kids, their parents may be into it more than they are a lot of yeah. times, and so it just. What a way to burn someone out. Like you have to be able to shut it off and have some balance and Mm -hmm. try out there's nothing better than when you play a bunch of sports and then it narrows itself down to one that you like the best. Because then you know you love it, right? Yeah. And you've kind of played everything. And so that's that's a really interesting point to have. You know, mom probably factored into some of this (laughs) more than yeah. We, we all think. Yeah. More right? than you
2: realize. Yeah. When I look back, I'm just like, wow, I'm so grateful I have the parents that I do and that, you know, they are the way that they are because it just, yeah, it probably would have gotten right. burnt out. And uh, maybe
1: your dad would have turned into one of those other dads without her. Right?
2: <laughs> yeah, sports, exactly. Sports, 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 <laughs> sports. No, seriously, though. Yeah. It's definitely a good balance. So, yeah, I'm very grateful. So, man, two
1: daughters. So, number one and number two, like you got mm-hmm. first and second oldest, you and Bree. Yeah. Mm-hmm both at BYU playing soccer. Yeah. So was BYU the plan? I'm sure you had other offers.
2: Yeah, I did. (laughs) So why BYU? Um, so the first ever like college soccer camp I went to was BYU and I just had a blast. I think everyone that goes to a BYU soccer camp has a good time. I mean, they, they've, do it really well there they have a great soccer program also if you ever go to BYU women's soccer game like how can you not want to go there and play in front of those fans
1: all the time (laughs) other than maybe I mean you've got men's football men's basketball but I don't know maybe the big games right yeah but every women's soccer game on Southfield is an is an experience yeah
2: (laughs) <laughs> it is
1: so much fun.
2: Yeah, it's a blast.
1: Why is that?
2: Oh, I mean, just the environment. Like, everyone that goes there, like, you just feel the energy. I mean, Southfield is also one of the most beautiful fields I've ever it's played amazing. on to this day. I mean, the mountains, like, the backdrop and everything. Right. And I don't know. Also, just BYU soccer, the culture they have so there, good. the like, the work ethic and the work rate. Like, how can you not want to be a part of that? And so... um, Yeah, it was just always at the top of my list from day one, but like also like I had local schools like ASU, U of A, um, a lot of like Santa Clara, Portland, those kind of schools. Um, But yeah, every time. Did any of them
1: come close? Like, did you ponder (laughs) another one for even a second?
2: I mean, I did ponder ASU because it was close to home. And, and you I, like
1: to party probably yeah
2: you know just wild <laughs> just <kidding>. over here <laughs> i'm so wild <laughs>
1: um, i had coke with caffeine in it i do after two every game of
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly no i went to a few asu games you know growing right. up and stuff and um also like their coach had come to some of our games and showed some interest um, well,
1: local schools generally always have a leg especially if it's a school is I mean, ASU is an amazing school. I mean, yeah. I know we all have the, everyone <laughs> knows the party, but every school is a party school yeah. in essence, but it's a beautiful place. Awesome yeah. school. Amazing yeah. athletics. Yeah. I love them now because they have actual D1 fully funded hockey team. Oh, that's awesome. Which we got to get more Western schools on that bandwagon, but- You know, you get to stay close to home. Weather's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, that's got to be kind of hard.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, and also the California schools, like, Santa Clara and stuff, like, they were up there just because I'm from California and also, like, I have a lot of family there. So, it would have been fun to play there.
1: Um, Soccer's huge there, too. I mean, California, Florida, that's like... Yeah. Wouldn't you call those probably the two biggest soccer states?
2: Yeah, I would say for sure. They're definitely competitive. So, I mean, they were there and, like, but, I don't know, BYU just... As soon as I got the offer, it was kind of like a no-brainer.
1: How (laughs) how old were you when you got the offer? Because I know Uh, that's getting younger and younger, too.
2: Yeah. Well, the NCAA is trying to make rules to kind of put that off. But I was going... It was the summer after my sophomore year of high school. Right. So, it was still pretty early. But I don't know. I just... I I mean, how can you not forget the day you get offered? (laughs) Oh,
1: absolutely. I was on a plane two years ago. And it was a dad and a daughter and they were talking about soccer. I'm like, "Oh, you play soccer?" And yeah, her dad's like, "She just committed to Miami."
3: Oh, awesome.
1: I'm like, "How old is she?" <laughs> she was 13.
2: Oh my no gosh. Yeah. Wasn't
1: even in high school and already signed yeah. a commit like a, a letter of intent or whatever. Yeah. That's what they're called, right? Yeah. Yeah. To Miami. That's so, yeah, crazy. It's getting younger and younger.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I don't even know like if I was fully grown by thirteen, so i feel like, right. a lot,
1: <laughs> Well, a lot you can tell this is one of those like, this would have. This is the guy that I was talking to was your yeah. dad it was without his, your wife, it was or without <laughs> your mom. Sorry, yeah. it was his dream come true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, You're <laughs> it.
2: Yeah, you get a lot of parents like that, uh, unfortunately. But I mean, I think they all have good intentions, just because they for want sure. the best for their child. But it's it's hard sometimes, and I think my dad did a good job of, you know, making sure we wanted it before, like. Not that he he wanted it, of course, but making sure it was something we wanted. Your decision, yeah, for sure. So I remember, like. I think, yeah, it was summer after, or summer of my sophomore year before, or after I came remember because I was at a BYU soccer camp. Right. Probably the, I mean, in my eyes, the worst camp I've ever done. Like, I feel like I played horrible. Like, I was I'm stressed out the it, whole your time. Eyes. I'm yeah. sure you played great. <laughs> but so I remember, like, Jen coming up to me and was like, hey, like, I'd like to meet with you after Jen, the
1: camp. Jen Rockwood. Yeah. Legend Jen coach Rockwood. of BYU. So, how long? Yeah. Probably longer than you've been alive, right? Isn't it like.
2: Well, I, yeah, I think BYU came and became an NCAA sport the year I was born.
1: Holy smokes.
2: So, <laughs> so yeah, she's got lots of experience. Um, but, yeah, I remember she was like, I'd like to meet with you after the camp's over. Um, so, like, before you guys drive home, like, let's meet, you know, Friday, Saturday morning, whatever, 10 a.m. And I was like, oh, no, like, she's going to tell me that they're not interested anymore. Like, I was so nervous. And then um, so we're waiting outside. Um, in the Sab, you know how their office is right. up there. We're waiting. It's the outside. student
1: athletic building.
2: The Smithfield House. It's in the Smithfield oh, House. Okay. Sorry, okay. but across from the Sab. Anyway, their office is up these stairs, right. and like this girl comes out, walks down the stairs with her mom, and she's just bawling.
1: Oh my! And gosh.
2: I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's gonna be me in like ten minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's an intimidating oh like yeah tough.
2: like she yeah she's very intimidating especially right. when you don't know her super well
1: 100% and
2: so I was like I was super nervous and then my dad and I were just waiting outside we kind of like talked because like I you know you have other offers so you don't want to like show all your cards so he's like right. like let's make sure like not play hardball but we like you know like <laughs> no, like fakes. he thought he was she was gonna say we're not interested either because we both thought I didn't have a great camp and then um she's <laughs> Well, he's there watching everything, so it's like a whole family event. Like, our only, like, big summer trip was to drive up to Utah and go to BYU soccer cool. camp, so so he's there, so we're kind of like, let's just listen to, see, hear what they have to say or what she has to say, and then, like, we can make our decision after or whatever. We can talk to other schools. Like, we were just, like, kind of preparing And then so we sit down and she's all like smiling and I'm just like sitting there like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. And then I can't remember what she said, but all I remember is like, we'd like for you to come play here and like, we'd like to give you like a, a scholarship to come play here. And I was just like, oh, she's like, so what do you think about that? And I'm like, okay, my dad and he's like,
0: <laughs> so, Which is very like, unlike <laughs> he her dad. Said, yes. Yes. He oh like, yeah, he was, good point, like, Yes.
2: Because <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, "How am I supposed to handle this? so I say yes? so I, I? I'm super excited, but I'm like holding it all inside because I'm like, trying to listen. Thanks like, for the
0: offer. Can I hear what else is on the table? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, like so. I was kind of like, he was like, "Yes, yes, so yes." I was like, "I'd love to." Like, and so it was. I don't know. It ended up being a very good meeting, and the drive home was great. <laughs> So, but I also had to call ASU on my way home because I had an official, an unofficial visit planned for when I got back from that camp. So I had to call them and tell them no thanks, which I was really nervous about, but it went to the answering machine. So thank the heavens. I just (laughs) left a message.
1: (laughs) Oh, are you serious? Do you have to talk to him? No. (laughs) That's actually kind of nice because it's like, well, I guess you could call and try to win them back, but I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure BYU is a tough school to recruit against in women's soccer, especially with an LDS Mm -hmm. athlete. Right. Yeah. So what, what, what was it like playing for Coach Rockwood? I always like it. So I, I have actually a pretty long history with women's soccer. Like all my friends, when I I never went to college, but I lived here in Provo during the college years, and yeah. all of our, like the girls in our group, were all soccer players. Yeah. And so I always heard, you hear a lot of stories, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, I'm just interested in because she is such a good coach. Yeah. But I also know. That if you get on her bad side, yeah, she could be pretty tough, which mm-hmm. I actually kind of respect. I think everything's yeah. so soft now, but yeah. what was it like playing for Coach Rockwood?
2: Um, like you said, like she's pretty intimidating when you don't right. get to, when you don't know her at that level yet. And so, like coming in as a freshman, I was just, like, just super. I was a sponge. I just soaked everything in, ready to go, ready to work hard. But she demands a lot from her players, which I think is what makes the program so great. Um, she you know recruits. very athletic girls and helps creates a really good soccer team because of her style and because of what she demands out of each and every player um and she's also like one of the best like motivational like pep talk coaches i've ever had yeah she's just like has this like subtleness like this like quiet confidence about her um she's a very confident woman which i think she gets it oozes out of her when you get to know her and so you just like she doesn't really have to say anything you just like know like okay I need to do better
1: (laughs) well I know just catering like I have even (laughs) felt like and maybe it's because I of can, I can pick like,
0: his brisket yeah, better. I'm right?
1: <laughs> Like you <laughs> just you best. get around her. Like she was always she's always been so nice to me. Yeah. And I mean that year we were doing you know when I stole this poster of you that I've had in the office for a while. <laughs> like it was so cool. Like she'd always just say like Hey, come just stand by the bench. Like you can just stand right here and watch the games. And but I think because of the stories that I knew and just I was even kind of intimidated. I'm like, oh yeah. man. I don't want to, you know, make her mad. Like <laughs> She's kind of a legend. It's sad that she's not a bigger legend. Yeah. You know, that's one thing about the whole female sports side that we need to focus more on, right, mm-hmm. is, yeah. you know, we always talk about Lavelle. Right now Coach Pope is getting yeah. a ton of attention because of what basketball is doing. Yeah. But we don't talk enough about, I mean, we have probably, I don't know how many other D1 women's soccer coaches have her, like I mean she's she is kind of a living legend in yeah. the women's soccer no, world she right
2: is. oh yeah and she's she's been like I don't think people understand, like, what it's taking for her to get where she is today. Um, like, I, was it last offseason or two off seasons ago, I went to a coaching course to get my C license. Okay. Um, but, like, our league, like, helped sponsor it so we didn't have to pay for it. And it was all women in the course, all women from the NWSL. But besides that, like, they only have, like, maybe one or two out of, like, 20 to 40 coaches trying to get their license. So she's been in a world where she's the only one, you know, Competing to get her coaching license, to competing to be one of the best college soccer coaches, you right. know, in the US. So it's like she's been through a lot. And I think that's, you know, like, why she is the way she is and it's right. really cool like to learn from her and hear her stories and like i remember going to like all american conventions with me and like another person and like on a more personal level getting to know her stories of like how she's gotten where she is and it's just right. like wow like my respect for her has just grown over the four years because of like all that she's had to deal with all that she's have to gone through like being a coach and being in that spotlight is not easy um because you know, when you play well, the players get all the praise. But totally when you're right. not doing well, the coach, you know, gets all the criticism. So it's hard it's, to be in that truth.
0: position. <laughs> what would you say is like, if there is, is there one lesson that you take away from her? Like, if you were to try to boil it down, like, is there something you carry with her all that, the always or carry with you?
2: Um. Yeah, I would say one thing that I really appreciate about her was how much I mean she cared about us being great soccer players but I think she cared more about the kind of people that we were going to become after she after we left her program and so I remember like every year like my senior year she would give us gifts of like like quotes or like very like I don't know important like things to read and like being a better person or just making the world a better place and so that's probably one thing that um i've taken away um which is like outside of the game of soccer but like she has helped me like become a better person just from her example and also what she has shown us is important in life and that's outside of the game of soccer yeah yeah how about
1: parents love hearing that i mean sending your daughter away for you know an ath- athletic scholarship going to byu Yeah, that's got to be such a leg up for you know who you oh, yeah. choose to play for? Oh yeah, for when you're sure. being recruited, is having a coach like that.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that's one of the reasons why. I mean, my parents wanted me to come to BYU because it was I was I'm the oldest, so right. I first one to leave the home, and so they wanted me to go somewhere that they knew that I would be safe and you you're know, the first learn. one
0: they actually cared. By the last one, like, just get out <laughs> of the house. Yeah, if you find exactly. have fun on Mill <laughs> <laughs> Avenue
1: on Friday night. Yeah, be home by three. <laughs>
2: Oh, too accurate
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome so uh, freshman year uh-huh now the other thing about coach rock what i know is it doesn't matter who you are how much she likes you like she plays the best players right yeah you started every game your freshman year
2: yeah no big deal <laughs> what yeah. was that
1: like that um, it, it had to be a little bit scary.
2: It was. I mean, I remember that was actually one of the questions my dad asked Jen in the interview or in, the, in that meeting where I committed. Right. He asked her, like what like what's your view on freshmen coming in like do you play them and she's I remember her answer very vividly we put the best players on the field and so my dad was like yeah like that's right and I was like oh my gosh there's so many good players (laughs) (laughs) I was like that's awesome but oh my gosh I'm scared (laughs) but yeah so I remember my freshman year just coming in with that kind of like attitude of like I need to earn my spot like I've I know played with these girls like in camp and these girls are really good and experienced. And so I just remember like first day of like preseason. We were doing like one V ones. And, um, I remember Rachel, she was a senior. Is that
0: where the V comes from? Why all of our kids say one V one and two V two. Is that a soccer thing? Yeah. One V
2: one, two V two, like five. Well, they say verse too,
0: (laughs) which I don't understand.
1: I heard that from a 17 year old dude the other day. Like, Oh man, I versed, I versed him the other day.
2: (laughs) I never heard that. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, are you. A
0: sorry, I here. totally cut you off with of like. <laughs>
2: no, you're good.
0: I always hear my kids and I look them off. I'm like one v one. Like what the crap? Like it's one versus one. <laughs> I mean, one one v one sounds v. Cool, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, you're good. I just remember like we were doing like these one v one drills and stuff, and I got paired up with a senior who was. A starter and four. I think she might have been a four year starter. Rachel. She still helps him out today. But anyway, I was like super like intimidated, but I was like, all right, this is it. Like I'm ready to go. Like I'm gonna give it my all. And I just remember like thinking like I have to earn my spot. I have to earn my spot. And then eventually we had um, like some free plays and some scrimmages, and I was on like the starting team, and I was just like, wow. Like she was right when she said she wants to put the best players on the field because I was performing and. Um, I don't know, it was just really fun, and it all happened so fast, I feel like, like looking back on it, it feels like it was yesterday, but it was a while ago. <laughs> right. When
0: did you feel like you belonged? I mean, coming in as a freshman, like, when did you feel like, all right, I can, I not only can I hang, but, like, I deserve to be starting?
2: Uh, my first goal, yeah? for sure. Yeah, I think, I mean... It's always like there's always question marks when a coach puts a freshman out on the field. Um, But I I remember my first goal was a preseason game against the Haiti national team. And so I I remember scoring my first goal and kind of was just like, all right, this is it. I can do this. Like I'm playing um, with some pretty amazing players against a national team um, and I score a goal, you know. And so like I can do this at this level.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you have like a favorite memory from that your freshman year at BYU?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, what were you gonna say something? You're PK, right? Yeah. My I scored the game winning PK against Utah uh, my freshman year. Yeah, it was my PK. first ever, ever Utah BYU rivalry game. I didn't really understand the rivalry until I came out to BYU yeah. just because I didn't grow up here. Um, but i do remember playing against them and they were pretty physical so and all my teammates hyped it up like oh it's you know it's rivalry weekend like we got to beat them whatever um and so i remember the coach had me take the game winning penalty kick in the run of play and we won and the fans like rushed the field i like? mean
0: asking <laughs> to kick that
2: well i was like it was odd how it Did all I played said out you say that
0: yeah i said that yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: love it. <laughs> we'll we'll make it a thing, and then in yeah, a couple years, right. everyone's gonna be saying it. That's um, right. But my coach, I remember Coach Watkins. He was uh the assistant coach at the time. He was like, "If we get a penalty kick in this game, you're taking it." And like, it was weird because like he never said that to any of the other games, and I was a freshman, so um I was like already prepared didn't know what was gonna happen and it happened he said that before the game before the game like I think the practice the day before and he's like if we have a if we have a penalty kick you're taking it and I was and just like and
0: he never said that before never wow.
2: and I was like alright I remember talking to my dad before the game like he came up to visit and I was like yeah dad like coach Watkins told me if we get a penalty kick like I'm taking it and now he tells me, like, when you told me that, I was super nervous. But I was like, okay, cool, yeah. Like, you, you got it. <laughs> so it happened in the game. It was actually, like, second overtime, golden goal. And I took wow. the penalty kick, and we won because it's wow. golden goal. And then the fans just, like, rushed the field. It was, like, the most, like, it was surreal. Like, that's the only time I've ever been a part of a sporting event where the fans rushed the field. So I was really so, exciting. <laughs>
1: especially
0: against Utah. Yeah. yeah. So, I, your first go-around. Everything was just a disappointment after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> so what was the best... It's funny, I'm going through your four teams, you know, at BYU. Uh-huh. What was what was the best team? Like, what year? I mean, I could tell you with That's the records so what your hard. best team was. Careful. but <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, was there a team that was just like, this is a special group? Oh, man. That kind of stands out, or... Because oh, you guys have great records, you know, every year. But there is one year. I just wondered if that would be the year that you... There's one year where you guys didn't lose at home.
2: What year was that? Right? <laughs> I should know that, but...
1: <laughs> so this was 2015.
2: Okay. Yeah.
1: So it's it, it's I think year? it's the year... I think it's the year you got hurt.
3: It was junior year.
2: Oh, my junior year. Yeah.
1: Like you had... You missed seven games. Yeah. But that
2: year, yeah... Uh, I don't know. We are still to, third goals. No big
1: deal. <laughs> 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 Missed a third of the games and was still third goals.
2: Well, I think my freshman year was a really good team because that was the year they came off the Elite Eight run. That's right. the year that they went super far and then lost a few seniors, but still a really solid team. Another um, one but- of my
1: all-time favorite female athletes was on that team. Yeah. Which Hillary. One? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Baller. She, Hillary Kafusi.
2: Yeah, she's so good. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was a really good team. I don't think I like realized it cause I was just a freshman. Everything was new. Right. Um, I think my senior year though was like one of the best years just because like the girls I came in with, you know, we like all right. developed and we all grew as players, as people, like we've been through a lot together. So there was nothing like your senior year. Um, like we obviously wanted to go for it and we did, but I just thought we were a very solid team with lots of talent. So cool. Yeah.
1: So, so your senior year comes what what's going through your mind for after like obviously you had a very very successful four-year career which a lot of NCAA athletes can't say that I mean very few get to start as freshmen in any sport male or female right yeah but with female sports being a little bit behind the curve and we're starting to finally see it catch up now which is amazing yeah but you know it's not a a lot of times especially you know four or five years ago yeah yeah those opportunities are not, you know, not as, what's the word I'm looking for? Why is prevalent popping into my head? <laughs> it's not,
2: It's There's it just works. not as
1: many opportunities, yeah. right? Like with soccer, uh, somebody that finishes college, or whatever, like male soccer, mm-hmm. there's like 40 countries with pro leagues yeah. and, and you know.
2: A lot of leagues, different s- levels. Right, like <laughs> you can go somewhere like and play and make some pro.
1: money. Yeah. Exactly, but for a female soccer star, you know what? Mm-hmm. What was that process like? What What was the mindset like? Um, Had you guys? When did you guys get the, married?
2: Around the well, we got married
1: se- your senior season.
2: W- no, no, we got married like,
1: last year, twenty nineteen.
4: Yeah. Oh, we need a whole other podcast for that story.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: that
4: would be. Cool, I was actually. I was chasing her. Let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> just <laughs> just
2: a... the picture right about now. Right
4: yeah. her, se- right her senior <laughs> before her senior season, we met and started going on dates
1: interesting and then she pushed that away for a while but you know (laughs) well she (laughs) she's an elite athlete I know I know right yeah (laughs) not time for you I'm just kidding so yeah Yeah. so what was that what was your mindset like at what point did you say I got to keep playing
2: um well so I had that injury my junior season right um which was like a huge setback but it also put soccer in to perspective for me um so I remember like I just really wanted to focus on my senior season and have a great season. And a lot of people were asking me like, are you planning on playing pro? Are you planning on playing pro? And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just push it off because I knew that if I did want to play pro, like it didn't really matter if I didn't have a great senior season. And so I,
1: you had a pretty big body of work at that point, right? (laughs) Like as far as a pro team, knowing who you were and being able to see tape and all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I had, you know, I had some, Makeup to do for my um, junior season, kind of being not the most successful for me. The team did great, but like for me right. as a individual, um, especially in women's soccer, when you have like a lot of girls that go pro, like come from like Stanford and UNC right. and kind of all these other big name schools. BIU is a great soccer program, but not many girls have gone pro. I mean, Lindsay Lesin Cutshaw went, I think Chloe. Um, well, her new name's Marble now. For some reason, I'm forgetting her name when I played with her. (laughs) Um, But she, like, went into the draft but then decided not to play. And so, like, BYU didn't have the biggest reputation for girls playing professional soccer. Um, So, like, I knew that I had to continue to, like, make a name for myself outside of Provo.
3: Um,
2: So I just decided to focus on my senior season and make it the best that I could, especially coming off my junior season. And so, like, as the season went on... Um, people just kept asking me and asking me, and I'm like, don't talk to me about it. My senior season isn't over yet. Um, but then I, it was the game after my san- we had a home game against San Francisco. I got my first ever U.S. women's national team, full team call up. Right. And so that's when it all started becoming real. Like, I need to make this decision.
1: What was that like?
2: Uh, it was- that was going to be my <laughs> next but
1: you segued into it way better. <laughs> better telling your story I mean, way better. What, what was that like?
2: Um, It was like one of those moments where it's just like it's something that you like hope and dream and wish for, but you don't ever know if it's going to come or when it's going to come or whatever. Because growing up, I had never gone to like youth national team camps. My only like ever national team experience was my sophomore year at BYU I got like a U23 call up which is really cool but it was my first time and wasn't the best camp ever for me personally and so like I to be honest I didn't even know like I was on the radar like I didn't even know how it worked
0: yeah, like do they let you know you're on the radar like do no. they give you any I idea I mean like
2: if you if you grow up in like I don't know like the Player pool or the system. Yeah. Like, then you kind of have an idea. But, like, I had no idea. You know, I was just out there balling because I loved playing soccer.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Um, but then I remember, like, after like, I scored a hat trick against San Francisco, the next day, Jen was like texting me like hey i need to meet you in my office and i don't know for some reason i thought i was in trouble but like i don't know why i don't
1: every time (laughs) it sounds like you always think you have a bad camp right i need to Uh, change my hat trick isn't enough after right right? and every time she gets she calls you to the office you think it's a bad thing
2: yeah so and yeah that
1: was another good thing
2: yeah she was like i got a call phone call from jill ellis do you know who that is and i was just like yeah that's a national team head coach and she was like I had actually gotten asked to go on a date to the national team game in Utah at Rio Tinto and then she was like oh like you got called into the national team camp you're gonna miss two of our games Um, it's gonna be here and I can't remember where else it was Uh, but yeah she will be gone for two weeks with the national team and I was like what like i was Whoa. like so like i didn't understand like i didn't even know jill ellis knew what my name was like i was just like this is crazy like i'm gonna be in campus like carly lloyd alex morgan like all these players that right. i had like grown up watching and so she's like yeah well you might want to go call your dad and i was like
0: all <laughs> right cancel your date
2: <laughs> yeah i was like i got to so cancel it was
0: during day. the season you had to miss yeah. games yeah so i had to miss
2: two weeks of our conference play
0: and the, the first game was here yeah, how cool is it that? It was,
2: it was, it was amazing. <laughs> wow,
1: who you, was it? It was European. Was it, Switzerland. Swiss, it was Switzerland? Switzerland. That's right.
2: Yeah, we played against Switzerland, um, and yeah, I remember I called my dad. He didn't answer, and then he called me back, and I told him, <laughs> and his reaction was just so like mediocre like i didn't know <laughs> i was like dad like aren't you excited but he just didn't comprehend like after he got off the phone he like started you know googling because that's what he does he's good at just looking up Right. right. And he's like holy crap and then he called me back he's like oh my gosh like i didn't realize what you were telling me like Crazy. and so, so yeah what was, does like, that
0: mean they'll get called up so like how many people are on the team like what's the likelihood of actually playing like what does that what does that look like
2: yeah so like the national team has like practices and friendlies like throughout the year because like a lot of the girls i mean now i know this because like i play in the same league as all the girls that are in the national team so like their season is or they play for their professional teams right um but like as a national team like they don't they're not together all the time so like a national team camp is like a time for them to get together practice and preparation for like the world cup or the olympics or whatever tournament they're prepping for okay. so they have friendlies um every so often to just to prepare for whatever major event. And as that major event gets closer, they have more and more camps and they become longer. So I got called into this national team camp. Um, it wasn't a World Cup, was it a World Cup year?
4: It was the year, no, 2016.
2: I can't remember, but so they're just like, just they bring happening. in new players every once in a while to kind of like get a look um, at them and like either like prep them for like the future or just to kind of see if they can handle that environment. Um, and so it was my first time ever playing against professionals. Um, I remember my first practice, like, super nervous, but super excited. And, you know, I played well, and I actually, like, got playing time against Switzerland, which is, like...
4: Your first, first cap.
0: Yeah. First
2: cap ever, um, which was pretty, like...
1: <laughs> remember that. First cap, that's another one. <laughs>
0: what is that?
4: It means you... Yeah, go ahead.
2: I don't know what it stands for. I've looked it <laughs> up before.
1: Well, your coach
4: your coach is oh, from England. Oh, yeah, my, coach,
2: my current coach right now is from England, and I guess, like in is it
4: when you played for the first i mean someone's probably gonna know this and tell me i'm wrong here or something but from her coach it's like when he played on the national team when you stepped on the field and played they actually gave you a hat a cap to have you remember that by
1: you know
2: so he said he had like seven caps (laughs) which he like i don't know it's
4: like
1: he showed us too yeah yeah and so in sport a cap is a metaphorical term for a player's appearance in a game at the international level
0: yeah okay no yeah. big deal so an appearance yeah it, yeah, yeah. okay appearance. so i'll call it an appearance <laughs> no, call it capital sound stupid it'll be like when jeff said let's go do some kicks, kicks
1: out kicks, in the backyard <laughs> 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 let's go play
0: catch with the soccer ball with our feet
2: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> so so you get in your first cap yeah nice first nice. game
2: yeah first
0: were you surprised
2: I was. I remember, so Sam Lewis was my roommate at the time, which I'm f- super blessed to have her as, r- as a roommate because she was really nice and very helpful because the whole, just the whole environment and the structure of everything was just so new to me. Um, so she helped me a lot and I remember like studying like our set pieces and stuff and just like prepping, you know, like learning all the rules on corner kicks, free kicks, whatnot. And I was asking her a question about it and I was like, do you think I need to know this position or that position? And she's like... I don't know. You need to learn all of it because you might be going in. I was like, what? She was like, yeah, you, you probably will get in. Like, because Switzerland wasn't the strongest team. So, as soon as we got up a couple goals, like, that's when coaches start giving players looks. And so I was like, holy crap. Like, okay. And so it's I was. It just got like, real. Yeah. And so I remember in the pregame meeting, like, they put up on the board or on the slideshow, like, the starting 11 and then also who's on the bench. Not everyone makes it on the bench. So, if you're on the bench, that means you're available to get on the field and so just all happened so fast and i was like oh man like this is real like i could possibly get to play like at rio tinto first cap ever in front of like all my family all my friends at college and stuff and it was just like i was like how is this happening like this is crazy
0: jumped a bit (laughs) so yeah it was pretty fun were like all of the main players there as well like did they all play
2: yeah so they had their like they're starting, starting crew. 11 out there. Yeah. I um, remember
0: yeah. I mean, what was that like playing with people that you watched growing up with?
2: It was, it was yeah, pretty surreal. I no,
1: I know what you're
0: saying. <laughs> you understood. I,
1: people. I understood yeah. it. I'm like, Hold on. <laughs> I understood it. <laughs> it's all right.
2: It was, Yeah. It was pretty surreal. I mean, like we all show up to the hotel, like at, you know, different times so like you show up practices the next day but like everyone comes in flies everyone's flying from all over I had my friend just drive me up Because it was at a hotel up in Salt Lake. (laughs) You let your date
1: drive you up. You try to cancel on him.
2: No, no. Like you can
1: drop me off at the uh, hotel if you want.
2: Yeah, I I honestly don't even know what he did. He probably went to the game, but I don't know if he brought someone else. But anyway, um, wasn't me, by the
4: way. Yeah, this whole her first cap really worked out for you. Yeah, I was watching it on TV secretly. We weren't got rid of that date. yeah
2: Yeah, so I showed up, and so everyone's, you know, chilling in the hotel, and, like, you'd get in the elevator, and all of a sudden, like, oh, there's Carly Lloyd, like, she doesn't even know who I am, but does she know that I'm here for the same reason she is? Like, I don't know, like, do I introduce myself? Like, I was so nervous. I overthought She's like, no, everything. no,
0: no signatures. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like, not the teammate.
2: <laughs> like, no, I'm, I'm here to play with you, but I just remember, like, introducing myself to everyone, like, hi, I'm Ashley Hatch, hi, I'm Ashley Hatch. Like, some people were just like, oh, hi, nice to meet you, or whatever. It was the coolest? Oh, man. That was, that's hard.
0: Okay, then who was the worst? Or, or maybe... <laughs> they were all just very intimidating.
2: Awesome. Like, the only time I've ever seen you was on TV, you know? So, like, I remember I was really, like... Carly Lloyd actually came up to me and introduced herself, which I thought was really cool. Wow. Um, because she's a legend. Yeah. Um, and so I just remember, like... Wow, like respect, like my respect for her just grew even more because I'm kind of a nobody. Like I'm still in college. Like I haven't stepped foot on a professional, not even a professional practice before. She came up to me and she's like, Hey, I'm Carly. Like you don't need to say your name. Like uh-huh. I know who you are. <laughs> my name's Ashley Hatch. I go, I play at BYU. You don't know me. I'm like, you know, so like it was really cool to play with her. But like being on the field with all of them was just super fun. I remember like, they had me playing forward. They had me playing outside back. Like I was playing all over the place. And I remember like Kelly O'Hara playing with me on my team and I was playing up top. I think she was playing outside back. She's just screaming at me the whole time. Like go right, go right, go left, go left, like whatever. And I was just like, holy crap. Like I'm trying to listen to her. I'm trying to play. But like, it was like a, just an environment that I wasn't used to. But now that I'm, been playing in this environment for a while. Like if no one's yelling at me, I'm like, why are you silent? Like, come on, like yell at me. Like, it's just, it's just different, you know? But it was really fun.
4: Tell them about uh, when you were like, wow, I can do this uh, with with that (laughs) moment on during practice.
2: Yeah, so I remember, I think it was, I don't know, like pretty early on in the week, like first or second practice, I was playing, Carly Lloyd was on my team. I was playing outside back actually. And there was a ball that was like, her back was facing the goal, I was going forward. And it was, like, she could have gotten it. I could have gotten it. But I kind of was just, like, you know, I was feeling confident. And I was, like, just playing and not thinking. And I remember I called her off the ball, like, move, I got it, you know. Oh. <laughs> and, like, passes someone else and they scored. And so, like, wow. whew, luckily we scored. But, like, I remember <laughs> after that I was, like, holy crap, I just called Carly Lloyd off the ball. Like, man, like, this is this is real. Like, I can do this, you know. Like, as long as I like, play confident, like, I can – I can hang with these girls, and so that was the first time I was like, "I definitely need to play pro soccer because, like, there's another level that I haven't like experienced yet, and I want to experience that." So,
1: holy cow, what a great! Story. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just at the at the level you were at, it's like you can put. I mean, it's just instinct. I imagine at that point, it's like yeah, you're not thinking about who that person is. Yeah, but then like, the fact that you actually assisted on the goal,
3: yeah, <laughs> how
1: cool is that like, oh, sorry, Carly
3: yeah (laughs)
1: get out of the way like would you say she was the one you were kind of most excited to meet was that your favorite player or was there one on the team that you were
2: um I I was excited to meet all of them I mean Tobin Heath was someone I was really excited to meet because she's just a really crafty player and I liked watching her play um but yeah so it was it was fun to meet her too she's just as she seems she's super chill just like
1: (laughs) and it's like I mean I imagine this I imagine you getting called up is the chances of a player getting to do that, it's got to be a very similar, similar to maybe a, a D1 athlete getting drafted into the NBA or the NFL. Like mm-hmm. our s- women's soccer team is so, I mean, it's like a dream team. Like, yeah. And there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of girls playing soccer. Yeah. But how many, I mean, that roster is what, 20 deep maybe? Yeah. Maybe it's- I, I 25 like twenty five total.
2: Yeah, probably like twenty, 20, 20 to the World Cup, but like twenty three most at you know a camp at a time. So yeah.
0: I mean that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Well, it's like the pinnacle. Uh, you don't. You oh. do There's nowhere else to go from yeah. there. Right? Well, there's not a better
1: international team. Yeah. In the world, at, spe- at least yeah. at that point, I feel like. Yeah. Other countries are finally starting to invest a little bit in their you know yeah. female programs mm-hmm. and I think that says a lot about the US like hockey is the same way
3: mm-hmm.
1: like you have US and they just dominated 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 now Canada's up there mm-hmm. those are always really fun games to watch by the way <laughs> but now that you're starting to see a few other women's teams starting to pick up like yeah. when you see Argentina's national team coming to play yeah, that- BYU soccer like mm-hmm. yeah. that's really cool but that also says you're freaking Argentina like you're like a soccer mecca Yeah. And your women's team in 2017 is playing a college team in America. Yeah. And it was a good game.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It
1: Mm -hmm. should not be that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of girls in Argentina that have been playing soccer a long time. Yeah. Like that should be a dominant team on Mm -hmm. the world stage. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we've been talking a lot about some social issues lately in here. I think female sports is.
0: It's right. definitely one to talk about. So I was going to ask that because yeah. there's a huge push even with the women's national team yeah. about like the pay discrepancy and there's been mm-hmm. huge spotlights put on that. Yeah, Let's talk about that a little <laughs> bit. I mean, coming from your perspective, yeah. I mean, why, what can be done? I mean, I don't know. That's, it's a huge yeah. topic, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, like women's sports, we we started behind, right? So like we're. Like, we've made strides, but I think there's still a long way for us to go. I mean, I think the hardest part for me is people not understanding the work that we put in every single day and the amount of pay that we get. Like, it's just there's a huge gap. Like, no matter what people say, like, I go to training every single day and I work my butt off just as hard, if not harder, as some of these other male sports and our salaries are not even close to comparable different especially when you like at the nwsl level like that's why making our u.s women's national team is like so hard because you you get paid a lot more when you're on that team but like in other sports like if you compare the nba for example like playing on their national team is like a lot of them are like oh a
1: huge pay cut
2: yeah exactly it's like it's cool
1: like (laughs) oh you play for the (laughs) national team you know right
2: It's but like, like you know, they get it's like
1: yeah i'll take two weeks off yeah. i guess i'll come play yeah. exactly what it
4: is but, right yeah.
2: but they're you know
4: but for like these girls it's wow our salary is gonna double triple double, quadruple triple. you know sponsorship yeah. deals are gonna come in you know it's just a whole different game for sure uh lifestyle wise you know yeah but for sure
2: yeah so it's hard especially like in the off season um when you're like working out and you see these nfl players that are working out with you are like in the same gym as you and They're getting paid up. A whole lot more they're than you are. Their, they're <laughs> driving
1: their Monday car to the gym. Yeah,
2: exactly. I'm driving my what 2009 Honda CRV. Like, oh, I gotta change the tires. That's so expensive. <laughs> like, I remember. I think one of my favorite things. when You were coming home from Arizona after just getting married, and there was a guy in front of me. Some, we started talking somehow, and he found out that I was I played professional soccer, and he just assumed that because I played professional soccer, I was very well off. Right. Like, dude, we're both flying Allegiant back to Provo, yeah. but like. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> but he but it was no really, checked luggage. Yeah, exactly. It was right. really nice of him to just assume, you know, like oh, like she must like be loaded or whatever. Because we were talking about rental homes and we like were looking at maybe like investing in one um, and he was like oh yeah like I'm a realtor I do this like you you have plenty of money to do that yeah, and you, guys was like,
4: should, yeah you guys should definitely get I was into like, that soon. like I just, like,
2: <laughs> and I just yeah. like played it off like yeah that's a great idea like so like dying inside I'm like I don't know <laughs> if I can afford this professional lifestyle but yeah it's just hard I feel like a lot right. of people don't understand like you put professional in front of anything and they automatically assume like successful even outside of your sport like oh you must be well off or whatever right. but like no it's a grind like it's a grind for us i know it's hard like jeff's still in school too and like it's not i mean, I don't make a ton i make enough for us right you know we we, we live a good life but it's not what people do you make
0: more from sponsors or from playing
2: um right now playing
0: okay depends um, on the year. Yeah. but
2: yeah, it, yeah just kind of like depends like last year like our world cup the um our women's team won the world cup so like women's soccer was just like in right. the front everyone like wanted to be a part of it and so that helps our league and girls playing on in the nwsl because they're associated with that and they're women's soccer professional players and so sponsors are a lot easier to get COVID it was stuff. hard
4: on that specifically. Sure. this year kind of this yeah. season but. was going to be a big year for the nwsl after coming off the world cup and fans and so that right. was kind of a, a big blow um but wow. specifically
0: in the nwsl but so like i didn't even think about that like what can be done like to help Shrink the gap, right? Because mm-hmm. that was my question. Like, is, is <laughs> it what's hard is there the game that helps? Like is it ultimately, like, there's got to be the dollars going into it mm-hmm. from fans and media to be able yeah. to. Because I don't think it's like the owners, I don't feel like are like hoarding it. Are they?
2: No, no, like, our our owners are like, you won't find any owners really like the NWSL owners, like, especially ours at the Spirit. Like, they put a lot into it and they don't get. <laughs> compensated as yeah. much as they put into it um but yeah i think it's just like it's you know viewership people fans coming to games like finding the right markets to have teams so that there's you know like i think the yeah. utah royals like that's it's a great market because they have you know um rsl and just getting more awareness like it's amazing like when i went to north carolina like that was the first year that team got um they got bought they were in new york and so it was the first time being in north carolina like a lot of people didn't even know that like there was a professional team like in their backyard so it's just like letting people know like hey like there's a women's professional team like in your city and like they're the best soccer players like in the us like and in the world like we have like international players from other national teams like playing like you won't get better like more competitive and exciting soccer to watch than in the nwsl and i don't think a lot of people realize that like once people it's, it's
1: got to be the best women's soccer league in the world yeah, yeah. like yeah, the top sure. professional i mean it's i guess it's hard to call a male one a male league more dom- i mean there's a few that you would yeah. consider the elite leagues but i mean it is it's the english premier league for example of women's soccer okay, Totally. yeah
2: definitely and so like just getting people like I mean, Jeff's whole family is sold now and they didn't even know what soccer was like when I started dating him, you know, and they love it. And so it's just getting like raising more awareness and getting people to understand and give soccer a chance. Like you said, soccer is not super popular in the U.S. Isn't that so interesting? A lot of people don't give it a chance and they don't understand it. So they don't like appreciate it. But like once you give it a chance and start watching it and like understanding like everything behind the game of soccer, then you know, a lot of people well, enjoy and I, it.
1: And I think that is probably what paints the best picture of the separation or the yeah, separation between like men's and women's soccer, right? You have mm-hmm. soccer is the biggest sport in the world. Bar none, hands down. There's not even an argument. I mean, we're in America, so we don't really know that. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. the fact that these other countries like Argentina, like Brazil, that they don't have a good, as good of a women's soccer team as their men's soccer team. I think that's the number one thing that helps uh, at least female soccer mm-hmm. to grow is getting more international competition where the World yeah. Cup does become more competitive, like mm-hmm. yeah. the male side, where any yeah. team could really win, right? Yeah. Where right now it's just the teams that where the country has invested in women's sports longer. Yeah. Yeah. like your main four in the women's game. Exactly. England is one of them and Brazil and... Right. So, I mean, but what sucks is we have to wait four years (laughs) between World Cups, but hopefully that just continues to grow because like your league, the NWSL only has what, eight or nine nine teams? Nine teams. Nine nine. teams with... uh, want well, Louis Louisville's Bill's coming next year, so it's
2: going to be so cool. be, be fun. Like, and then LA, and, and
1: then LA just got announced for 2022. Yeah, so, so we're growing, it's exciting, so. right? Which and I mean more TV coverage. But you're right. Yeah. yeah, we're being able to jump on that momentum of the World Cup, and would it's have been like, an hey, I would have been all of those here. players that we all fell in love with are in the NWSL. Yeah, yeah. and they're all here. They're all playing.
0: Because <laughs> it's not like the men's game where they're all overseas. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like there
1: are there are a few that play in and the RSL, but it's
0: they're kind of spread out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean it really is a cool thing to have. Do you Mm -hmm. feel like there's progress being made? Do you feel like it's going in the right direction? Or do you feel like it's stagnant?
2: Um, I definitely think it's going in the right direction. It's not going as fast, obviously, as we'd like, but that's what I think is so great about our league is you have so many women who are so passionate about creating change that they'll probably never see. And like the women who came before me like the league is where it is today because of those women and so I think that's what's so great like not a lot of these girls don't live the most glamorous lives but they're so passionate about their sport and about you know creating change for women's soccer that they just like we're just gonna keep grinding until it gets there just keep grinding until it gets even better like if you talk to our owner like he's just so committed and so driven to like make women's soccer like The like NBA or like the NFL, you know, like he's like we want to even be better, you know. Like, okay, Steve, like calm down, (laughs) got a long way to go, but like I love your enthusiasm. How many players
1: get to call their owner Steve? By (laughs) the way, you know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah. So I get, we talk about this all the time. Maybe I shouldn't, but I get to, I feed the Saints. You know, I go out and feed the Saints every year, and whenever Tom Benson came in, the owner of the Saints. It was just like, oh, hi, Mr. Benson. Yeah. Hi, Mr. B-. Like, it was like God was walking in the room. <laughs> and you have these millionaire athletes just like, oh, oh uh, hello, Mr. Benson. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to hear that your owner is yeah. this invested in that relationship oh, yeah. where you yeah. just be like, hey, chill out, Steve. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a very successful guy that he started a few tech
4: companies out there and he's right. done that.
1: He's given that up to it's just so commit. Cool. You know, it's so You know, you've got Kobe Bryant, right? Girl mm-hmm. dad. Yeah. I mean, I've got daughters, and you want them to have those same athletic opportunities that the that boys have. That is going to do so much good for women's sports. What's that? Kobe is going to do so much. Oh, man. Yeah. You're not kidding. And and his legacy will definitely live on, but it's... Yeah. You know, the UFC comes to mind. Like, I love the UFC. Mm-hmm. And when there are female fights on the card, I am more excited to watch <laughs> that card. Like, I will buy that card because there are female... Yeah. Like, I love kind of how they've bundled the, the female fighters in with mm-hmm. the male fighters on the same card because I think a lot of people, if there was like a female UFC, yeah, nobody's going to pay to watch that, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. But because they've kind of teamed them up, now we watch them and we can see like, holy crap, these are always such good fights. It's the same way people feel about coming. If I take somebody to Southfield mm-hmm. for a women's soccer game. Soccer fan or not, if they're like, they're going to come to those games again, they're so much fun. So, I I really do feel like a lot of it is just being able to see it and experience it, like Mm -hmm. getting more TV coverage. Mm -hmm. Um, Man, how cool would it be to have the women and the men playing in the World Cup at the same time? Yeah. Like, how cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah. Because then you do have a lot more eyes on the TV. Because. I don't think people I don't think it's as simple as like well men the men's game is more fun to watch right yeah. I think it's more competitive because it's yeah. got a lot more yeah you know male sports has just been more established for longer than female sports but man anybody that watches our national team yeah they're into it yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean I wonder if that would ever be a thing where you you run the men and women's world cup in the same year yeah Yeah. so so we just got to get eyes on it and so i think you're playing pro soccer in a really cool point in Mm -hmm. female pro soccer history right yeah (laughs) because you really you're you're in it in a time that it is starting to get established and more people are starting to see it and hopefully it just kind of goes yeah totally yeah you know uphill from well downhill uphill i want to go up downhill is good (laughs) easier you go faster and you can go faster (laughs) but it grows right we want we want the game to grow and then we want people to be able to give it a chance because do you think i ever miss a usa canada women's hockey game never like i would pay to watch i would pay pay pay-per-view money to watch that game and they're not even technically allowed to check each other Yeah. But it is such an awesome rivalry. Mm -hmm. Like who who's that rivalry for us in soccer?
2: Like 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 the the women's national national level. I mean England's always always whenever they're playing, it's like, okay, we have to beat these suckers. But (laughs) but that's what we want, right? It's not
1: just that the US is playing. World Cup ratings men's soccer are huge and it's not and it's not just when the U in fact, well the US isn't playing a lot of times on the men's side. Right. Hey, it's, it's the truth. Right. <laughs> another another <laughs> podcast. What? <there. laughs> what? But it's, it, but to have that pride in your team and have that mm-hmm. team in there, like our men's soccer team kind of sucks. <laughs> I hate to say it. Our they women's national forgotten. team <laughs> dominates. Right. Yeah. And so it, it's, I think it is more about the competition being just more broad and more reaching Mm-hmm. And just be able to turn into a tune into a women's game and see yeah that level of competition, which we are getting now with yeah. the n w s l but man, England is a soccer juggernaut yeah it's i mean it's one of the most powerful soccer countries in the world, so why isn't argentina why isn't yeah. brazil why aren't these other teams? I think as soon as we see that there's got to mm-hmm. be some growth. Yeah. So I think it's a really cool time to be playing pro soccer yeah. and it's going to be awesome to kind of look back and see that you were a part of maybe yeah. that first jump and, and women being able to go pro. Yeah, no, So sure. that's really cool. Thanks. So <laughs> kind of going along the lines of the national team, is that still a goal? Is that still something that is Yeah. like, are you in communication with them? Like, do you, do you see yourself getting more, more caps
0: if you will, Andrew? <laughs> I'm going to get different hats.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always been a goal. And I think, like, playing in this league is how you, you know, put yourself out there. Like, being successful right. in the NWSL is the best way for you to get looks with the national team. I remember talking with you We have a new coach now, but um, back during my first, like, camp, having our exit interview, basically, she was like, I just wanted to give you a taste of, like, what this is like. So, like, if this is something you want to do, like, play in the league, be successful in the league, like, that's the best way for you to make it onto this team. And so I've been in and out um, with – The new coach, well, I've been with the new coach once, but in and out with Joe Ellis, like, different camps and stuff, getting looks. So I'm, you know, I'm knocking on the door. The door's not open yet, but I'm knocking on the door. So I went this last December I went to, like, a national team camp with the new coach and stuff. And it's good. always good to get feedback from him. And, like, he's in constant communication with my coach because we have a few girls that are either on the bubble or on the national team as well. So, like, you know, it's there. It's just you have to be successful in where you are right now and what team you're playing on to get in the door.
1: Well, that's so cool to have something to play for cuz you are yeah. I mean as far as the pro level goes, you are at the top. Yeah. Which is awesome and you're a starter yeah. and and you're on the you're on the sheet, right? You're on yeah. the score score, <laughs> score sheet? Yeah. Is you're, that right? Yeah. You're look, you're looking <laughs> at <laughs> me. Well, and so I mean you you obviously are very relevant and I'm sure you are on that bubble, but still very cool. To have something to kind of work towards, yeah. especially I guess monetarily now, right? Yeah. We've learned because yeah. yeah. you can actually make, it's a nice little raise. Do you just get yeah. paid like per appearance or how does that work?
2: Um, yeah. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic.
1: Back
4: to that question about the men and women difference. The nationally, it's different. Sorry. You can talk more no, about we, this. It's you. You're good. But they get paid differently. You guys men, the care. women get yeah. paid salary. The men get paid um, per appearance. Interesting. And so that's a, that's some of the differences. We do get that paid. So about, like
2: for me, I'm not an allocated player. I'm not like on the national team like the national so the thing about our league is if you are an allocated player on the national team the national team plays pays your salary not the nwsl what so that helps our league because our league is folded in the past because like the league can't afford national players so if you're an allocated player like they pay your salary but for someone like me who's not allocated um i get paid per appearance or per like for camp how many allocated players are there that's a question for jeff
4: (laughs) i don't know that number it changes every year so every year it comes out with a list like
2: 18 to 20 maybe Uh,
4: yeah some some, okay so every team
1: has a few players that are living the life
2: yes
3: (laughs) that's hard you
1: know you see that i feed our the utah grizzlies a lot okay cool so they are the equivalent of double a baseball right they are a feeder team for Mm -hmm. an nhl team yeah But there's so there's always one or two players on an NHL contract because they've been drafted and they're just kind of developing them. Mm, But it is always really funny to see like an old pickup (laughs) truck from Saskatchewan (laughs) and then there'll be like a hundred thousand dollar car next to it it's usually the goal it's usually the goalies i don't know what it is because there's not a lot of goalies right yeah. yeah most pro hockey teams carry two to three pro goalies and so there's usually a goalie making a million bucks a year <laughs> wow. you know 500 to a million a year and these other guys are making 500 a week wow yeah, yeah. and they get a free apartment to live in like they're making nothing so yeah. that's got what's yeah is does that change the dynamic at all?
2: Um, it's interesting. I mean, it's all about it's like... all like,
1: good get dinner, girls.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're buying for <laughs> all of us. Um, I mean, it just depends on the player, you know? Like, right. I've been on teams where players are hard to be around because, you know, their we're... Their lifestyles we're, are so... Yeah, their lifestyle is different. We're doing the same thing. Like, they're on our team. We go to the same practice that we... Right. Put on our cleats and run the same drills. Boots, you mean? Yeah, our boots. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There
1: you go. <laughs> I was just looking at. Turns the out there's an article like how to not sound like an idiot while watching the World Cup, <laughs> <laughs> and it just defined everything. And it's like, boots. Yeah. And that's what they call you, we we sip
2: on the same pitch. I'm sorry.
1: I do know pitch. do know pitch.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so like there's some players who make it difficult, but there's also some players who handle it really well because you know. They've been in our shoes before and they know like what it right. takes to get there, or whatever. So, and it just depends on the player, to be honest. And that's
1: very cool. What, what, you always say it, what's that scarcity? Isn't that what you call it? Or abundant, like successful people that want other people to be successful. Yeah. The abundance, mindset. The, the, the like, that's good karma, right? Yeah. Like you want to bring everybody up around you. And so, yeah, it's kind of sure. cool to hear that some of them are like that. Cause like you said, You can hang with it. You can call Carly Lloyd off a ball (laughs) and and center it and get an assist amongst the best players in the world. But there's not just that male to female pay difference, but there's also the female to female, right? Yeah. Because you're as good and you work as hard as those allocated players. Yeah. But I imagine you make quite a bit less. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, man, how do we fill that gap in too yeah because that's another one i guess i i never thought i never knew that i just thought if you were in the nwsl like the biggest thing it's it's set
4: up in a way so the league doesn't fold which which is great we need to remember right like that's a big thing and that it goes back to viewership um that's going to be it is just uh how many people are watching what kind of companies are we getting to sponsor? What kind of, you know, TV time are we having? Who's, you know, what's that like? That's going to be the biggest growth. I mean, because you have teams like Ashley's team, they their stadium that they're, they're moving. Their old stadium held like what five, six thousand people, right. mm-hmm. and they play at the MLS stadium now, which is twenty thousand people. Wow. So they filled that last year two games, but then you have a team really? like Portland. Yeah, Portland's
1: cool. women's team. The first team. time
2: that stadium has ever been full, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Portland, There's the women's little, team. Another little shot across the park there. <laughs> yeah. No big deal.
3: I'm
1: glad I'm not the only one that's made a couple of uh, shots. Taken a couple shots.
4: But uh, Portland's women's team, they fill the stadium out every time. The men's stadium, 25,000 people. Right. It's sold out. So their average attendance is very like, dramatically different. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's growing you know it's like they said ashley said we filled it twice right. and we're hoping to. you know they're hoping to play more games there and fill it more so it's just it's gonna take time but right. uh i think they're heading
1: in like the right direction for that. are most of the so. nwsl teams in rsl cities
2: um i would imagine uh, that's for, a helpful for, thing they try to for the most part i mean like some are teamed just, up just some depends on the market so. and like the owners of the mls teams and if they want to you know, be associated with the individual teams, but yeah, there's like, like Jeff said, like there's like, like you said, there's a lot of gaps, like even within the game, right? Um, but they're they're slowly closing. Like if you go back and look at the base salary for a rookie, like when I was drafted to like the base salary now of a rookie, like it's increased, and right. so like that's like just small ways like that. Like we we have a players' association now, and like they're doing all that they awesome. can. It's I think one of the only I don't know our players' association is like purely made of players past players so like right. which is really cool because they're the ones that have been in there in the thick of it and they know that things need to change and so i mean i think a they huge, did a lot of their, good work yeah, yeah a lot of their work is paying off and like hopefully more girls when they retire want to become part of that so we can right.
1: continue to you move know, forward i think a lot of it is a paradigm shift like i'll be honest i have not gone to a royals game a lot of it is just <laughs> i gotta like, go I'm
3: just kidding. <laughs> so do you
1: know i was gonna come like i was so stoked to come to the switzerland game oh yeah like i was I, like when I found out you were gonna play, uh-huh. like I told Tay, like we're going to this game. I got sick. Oh, oh. no! <laughs> I was so pissed that I missed that <laughs> game. But like to your point, I think a lot of us just kind of have. Like I've been to a few RSL games. Like mm-hmm. it. I think a lot of it is just kind of making that paradigm shift. Like we just need to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these conversations, like this. We think it's just a podcast with Ashley Hatch, right? Like awesome player, especially (laughs) like anybody that's into BYU soccer is, which a lot of people are. Like, it's very cool, but I think there's a much bigger, you know, thing on the table, especially with female sports. Like, I think a lot of us have been paying more attention because of Kobe, right? There was a lot of really cool things going on there with his daughter, but I think it's just a matter of giving it a shot. That's why I brought up the UFC earlier because if I want to watch. You know the title fight of whatever guy against whatever guy. Like you're paying sixty five bucks for the fight, you're gonna watch the fight. Yeah, the fight. You're gonna watch all five or six (laughs) fights. Yeah. And so it is really cool. Like normally, if a girl fight was in the prelim, maybe I don't watch it. Yeah. Why is it that we think that about female sports? Like, eh, it's a couple girls fighting. Well, now I've watched those fights. Now I am more likely to pay for a full card if there are a couple of female fights because they're just. I know women are inherently sweeter than men, but they're also meaner than men. (laughs) (laughs) I really do believe that. I really do believe that women, like, that's why they pull each other's hair when they fight. Like, There's no rules. And they're pissed off. They're pissed off. So I feel like every time I watch, like, so BYU women's basketball, like, I added that to my sponsorship package this year as a partner of BYU Athletics, Bam Bams. I wanted to throw some of it towards the women's basketball team because I started taking my daughter Taya to those at the end of last year and they were so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a few hundred people there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think we've got to change the paradigm of like, because it's a female, like females playing, like we don't think about even going. If we yeah. go, we'll be
4: That's, that's what I was going to say is, you know, all of our friends, my friends, my family that, you know, Ashley's joined our family and now everyone's more invested. Um, Like nine out of 10 people that either come to the game with me or go to the games, watch the games on TV.
1: They're like, well, that was awesome. When's the next one? And it had nothing to do with just Ashley being on the team, right? Yeah, It is always cool to have that connection, yeah, right? And go cheer on the player that you know, that you like, but you just have to kind of give it. A chance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am committing right now <laughs> to go to a Royals game. Is it Monarchs or Royals? Why do I keep Monarchs it's is the, the, US the, USL you're right, it's the
2: Royals. Yeah. yeah. It's Royals. Royals right. Yeah. Monarchs
1: is like the feeder into yeah. the, totally. the team. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. Team. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go.
2: Good, well, but we all know you would have came if COVID didn't ruin the season and we came I was to so, play them. <laughs> when
1: I read it was coming, I would have been at every one of those bad boys. Like that oh, would have been so much fun to be yeah. able to go watch to have that whole league here. Yeah, yeah. and I mean it was worse for you because it's like to yeah. have my wife here. <laughs> yeah, and only be able to deliver food to her in the lobby. <laughs> that sucks. But <laughs> so I mean this this is important, and I yeah. and I think you coming on here is a really cool thing because it does put it out. Yeah. To people like, hey, we gotta we gotta go watch these games. Yeah, and so sure. Yeah. So what about after soccer? Do you have any plans yet? Are you still in that day to day mode? Like do you wanna stay in the game even when you're done with the game? Because you're in your prime. You you have yeah. a long ways to go. Yeah. But I don't know, talking to you used to be I wanted to mention this, like you're a quiet person. Yeah. <laughs> like I was a little worried about this podcast. I'm like, it'll be so cool to have her on. But I remember talking to you a few times when, you know, I catered. Yeah. You were pretty quiet. But yeah. I think you would be <laughs> an awesome ambassador for the game when you're done. Coach, whether it be coach or yeah. you know, players associate. Like do you yeah. do you think that far ahead with, um, with the game? Yeah,
2: I definitely do. I think becoming a professional athlete is like really opened my eyes on like the change that you can create and like the positive impact you can have on the younger generation. Right. Um, I love coaching and I've been training girls ever since like I was in high school. Like me and my sister would run our
1: own soccer camps. I was going to say, you have camps. Do you still do yeah. that?
2: Yeah, I do yeah. camps all the time. Um, I just love working with youth, especially um, female players who are like, dedicated and just really want to get better Uh, I just like it and it reminds me of me and like my sister and like I never had like a professional soccer player to actually like talk to or to like really look up to like we didn't watch a ton of soccer growing up it was always like basketball or football was on you know so I just like played the game because I loved it but the fact that we have like women's professional soccer in the U.S. like it's really cool to be able to like talk to younger youth who like want to be in your shoes and just kind of inspire them and let them know that they can do it no matter where they are, what level they're playing at. Like everyone's story is different. You talk to anyone in the, in the, and WSL, like, no one got there the same path. No one got there the same way.
1: Interesting. And so
2: it's just really cool because a lot of people think, like, oh, I have to be playing club soccer as soon as I can walk or I have to right. be on the national team and going into these, like, youth national team camps at age 14 or I have to get a D1 scholarship. Like, no, everyone's that
1: side of sports.
2: Everyone's path is different. And, right. like, I mean, there's girls on my team who played, like, d to soccer and just like realize that after college they didn't want to stop and so and then, they kept working on their Then craft. came to
4: tryouts and yeah walked on per se, you know. Right. The yeah, team.
2: exactly. Like there's, everyone's path is different. And so I think that's one thing that people don't understand. And right. so like help to help younger players get that is really fun. It's way cool.
1: Now, yeah. does the NWSL have kind of a, like a minor league or is it just pretty much college right now?
2: Um. Well, they have like, what is it?
1: there's w, no relationship yeah
2: there's not they have like the wps which a lot of girls play like in the summer like college players but there's no like real relationship it's just like another league to play in
0: just to get more exposure just to get
2: yeah, yeah to play more um so like playing college soccer is like you know a really good way to get your name out there um but it's definitely not the only way like they have tryouts they're really hard to make the team through tryouts but like i've had girls who you know have been practice players on our team because they were successful in tryouts like there's definitely lots of ways also going overseas is huge um i think a lot of girls don't understand um that opportunity because you know they're, they're nervous to leave the u.s or to leave the comfort of you know their home or wherever they live but like playing overseas like after college is huge especially if you want to play in the NWSL. because if you go and prove yourself in a different league like overseas you're like a lot of coaches are most likely to dr- or to get you on their team from overseas than right. like a college player who they're not sure how they'll handle the professional we
1: world we totally didn't ask you about melbourne yeah you played in australia <laughs>
2: yeah i did how was that? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Super hard. One of the, like the hardest things I've ever done, but like so worth it.
0: Hard in what way?
2: Um, Just being that far away from home. Okay. Um, I mean, like I was my first season was in North Carolina. That's the farthest I've ever been from home. And I remember saying like, Oh my gosh, like I was so far away from home. My family, like there's no way I'll play overseas. And then like, as the season went on, like I was like kind of like, wow, like this is really cool. This is fun. Like, and then the Australia team started reaching out to me because I was a rookie, and like a lot of rookies go over there after their first season to get more game experience. And so I had a couple like conversations from like current players in the NFL who are like, "Hey, come play for us and stuff." And Melbourne was is the well, was She's and is, is the, is best, the best, best team in the W League. And so like when I got that opportunity, I was like, I can't turn this down so wow. i had two weeks at home after my rookie season and flew off to australia wow <laughs> yeah. and man, we were talking awesome. we were talking then too so that was rough
4: that was supposed
2: to come back to utah during the off season. that was
4: when we finally were like maybe you
2: start yeah, dating, dating a, <laughs> yeah. try to
1: date a pro soccer player
4: yeah,
2: yeah. Sounds like, like,
1: and in so australia like, yeah. no kidding
2: 16 hour time difference yeah yeah well
1: you gotta do what you gotta do gotta do your up hey, you you yeah it. that is awesome so i know we've been going a while but can we get the nutshell story of like when like when you two met
4: yeah yeah, yeah. we uh elena
1: medeiros left? but yeah, she's man.
2: married now no
4: it's yeah. duke whatever we, she yeah, was we dating at that time one of my friends from high school here and uh they set us up she had like just been in a relationship and she wasn't looking to date or get get really serious with anyone and right. so i was like we kept hanging out going on dates and i want to kind of like get more serious and she'd say no 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 <laughs> and then it just didn't help that she wants to be a profession you know professional <laughs> soccer <sonographer>. player <laughs> that doesn't help my case so it's just no no I no, no. Time I, as soon as i like
2: got drafted i was like okay yeah, any day i go mad. on it's just for fun because like i'm leaving like, for sure i'm out of here And I'm not looking back.
4: (laughs) I just just put my foot in the door through, you know, every couple months, whatever, and then Australia. Yeah, you were consistent. Yeah.
2: What I liked about Jeff is, like, he was never, like, intimidated or worried about what I was doing. He never, like, I don't know, I dated a few guys who, like, you know, I was the, you know, athlete. And it's usually the other way around. And so I think they were a little bit intimidated by that. And they, like... I don't know. They have had a hard time dealing with it. And you for could sure. just tell, I don't know if it hurt their Especially ego. BYU. Or I don't
4: know what B- <laughs> BYU sports have that. I don't know why that's like such a prominent thing, that yeah. attitude right. of like BYU athletes, you know, but right. yeah,
2: it was just, it was just different. And with Jeff, it was, I don't know. He just like, Oh, he just handled it so well and like never made me feel bad for like chasing my dreams or being successful in soccer and always just kind of like, was like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, keep doing it, keep doing it. It never, like, brought his confidence down. Like, he was super confident in his own way and as his own person. And so, like, we just always, like, kept talking, like, as friends. and right. It's a long game. Yeah, he... was like, impressive. But he never, like, pressured me or anything, which was really cool. A lot of guys would be, like, oh well like when are you going to be done so like we can date or when are you going to be done so right. we can get married or whatever and Jeff was just like yeah this is awesome like keep doing they it
1: like- man, they're goal oriented <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the same way that's I mean that's you really can't cool. tell us no yeah, well, yeah exactly right.
2: <laughs> yeah Fun, I say, I say no Jeff here's maybe <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's
1: right so you are
4: saying there's a chance yeah. yeah exactly funny story is I didn't know who she was I didn't know I knew oh, B.A. B- was good at soccer but right. I didn't know who Ashley Hatch was you know well that was probably Probably a leg up because then, yeah. It, you know, yeah, then
1: it might be coming. And we started day, going on right? dates,
4: and there's a family friend that has daughters, and I was like, oh, I've been going on dates with the girl from the soccer team. And they're like, oh, who is it? And oh, Ashley Hatch. The best and, and the girl the goes, "You're going on dates <laughs> with Ashley Hatch? And I'm like, whoa! And so I looked her up, and I was like, oh man, she's good, <laughs> but she's Very big, cool. she's a big
1: deal. Yeah. So you started it's this funny. during the senior season, is that what yeah. it was? Yeah, right before the senior season. And then, so
4: when did you guys get married? So 2016, we got married in 2019, being a
3: 2019.
1: Whoa. Yeah. yeah. That was the long game. Yeah. That's it's like it's eternity fun. for Provo. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, when did you guys, when would? When did you say it was like, he was your boyfriend? Um,
2: 2018, uh, beginning a 2018. Person. My first, my, when I got traded to the Spirit. So I was in North Carolina, played in Australia. While I was in so Australia, even, even I got farther traded. Away and farther away. Yeah. Then I got traded to the Spirit in like, what, a month? into the season we started he came out to visit me i came out here to play the royals and then that's when we like made it official was when i came out here
0: that's when she went to in a relationship on facebook yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) you know i I would finally change my stuff (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah.
0: well we always always
2: joke because jeff jeff's just great with it and he always jokes like should I put it on my resume? Wife, professional. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just really funny. I think but. you should put your dating
1: on the resume for sure. It's, like right, it's an investment I made in 2016. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah tell us the paid time. Finally off in 2019 <laughs> or 2018. whatever. I mean, but it is cool because that to be an athlete, that's hard, especially when, you know, sometimes people want to date you just because of who yeah. you are. Right. Yeah. We call them Jersey chasers, right? <laughs> yeah. That is a term. I know it's a term, yeah. but it, it's, I mean, that's, it's really yeah. cool.
4: It's been fun. We're great. I mean, it's just a blast. We- yeah. Well, do you know, he's my agent.
1: Recently, shut your agent. mouth yeah. yeah for real are yeah. you really
4: Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're going into like is that no, i'm accounting i'm accounting okay. major well, yeah so agent yeah. yeah i mean that. yeah so sure it's, it's like lawyer it's, or accountant it's different than it would sell a lot of the girls have there's like four or five agencies and there's you know five right. to ten girls at the same agency and they're all at the same deals and then you just don't get much feedback So
2: beneficial
4: which there's benefits to that but her dad was her agent and then he kind of yeah. wanted to just be dad and so he's been great for her and then sure. just like, it was just we, we just like it's just better that we we just rather have someone that's f- I'm f- just fighting for you and I'm yeah. just doing things for well, you a lot rather of girls,
3: than they, Until like, another just, one
1: wants to hire you that's right
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
4: that's
1: a good deal you going to be getting phone calls right.
2: <laughs> well, a lot of girls like I just have you know like when i went to that first national team camp i was just asking so many questions like do i need right. to get an agent what is the draft like what was your first what, what do i need to expect like just soaking it all in and trying to learn and so like a lot of girls are like do i get an agent do i need an agent like especially before the draft like who's going to communicate for me and um a lot of girls are like i have an agent but i haven't even talked to him in like six months you know yeah. and it's like well, what's the point of even having an agent you're supposed to work together like for they're sure. supposed to help promote you and stuff so like I talk to my agent every single day, you know, (laughs) like we're always like working together, which is really cool. Like sometimes we need to like, okay, like enough, like we, we have to to, like set some, no more soccer, soccer. Um, but it's been really good. And it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I was actually um, reading a book, um, how champions think. Have you guys ever heard of that book? It's Uh a golf book, but anyway, Oh
1: wait, it's the, uh, Oh, what's his name? Ah. It's that, uh, Rotel, Yep. Yeah. Rotella or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah. He's written all those like golf psychology books.
3: Yeah.
1: Bob Barbara- wrote, Bob yeah, Rotella. Bob Rotella. Yeah. Wow, I know there a There you go. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first time ever. That, oh, man, I feel so corny. Cool right. Anyway, go ahead. Mark, Mark it down, Brent. Let's yeah. yeah. Down. I want to me- remember this moment.
2: Yeah, so anyway, I was reading that book, and it's really cool because it just like dives in a lot about like golfers and their mentality, but also like their lifestyle and stuff. And it says like if like any golfer who is married, their their spouse is a pretty exceptional person. Like any exceptional athlete has an even more exceptional like spouse.
3: And and, like, when I
2: read that, I was, like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, so true because, like, wow. that's how Jeff is. Like, I wouldn't be able to be continuing to play if it honestly wasn't, like, for Jeff and, like, his support. Because, like, once you get married, like, you guys, you know, it's, a, it's just a different world. Like, for there's sure. someone else in your life and you have for to sure. become a team. and Like, not worry about them. But, like, wherever I go, he's going to go, you know, and he has to be okay with that. And so, I don't know, like, it's been, I mean – It's been a huge blessing, like having Jeff. I know my dad was really worried, like when I started dating someone, like, oh no, like is he gonna like is she gonna stop playing because you know like
0: crush the dream? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly.
2: But you know, he's just like added to it. So
0: we've had
1: quite a few couples in here that success very, very successfully work together. So a lot actually. uh, Right? Like so we all know that it it works. Yeah. But man, this is the first time we've had Kind of agent. the agent athlete thing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's
0: it's yeah. fun. I don't think I've actually ever heard that like in any major sport that the spouse is the agent.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I have either. That's pretty... Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So, what would that's happen
1: fun. if one of your teammates is like, "Can I get your husband's number?" It <laughs> sucks. <laughs>
2: Well, I tell people, like, uh, I think everyone knows now. I the cat's out of the bag. Because a lot of people are like, who's your agent? Like, where'd you get this deal? Well, I you get try that? to
4: be, you know, any... I try to not, like, oh, I'm the husband, too, in any well, like, communication, that's what's nice you know? about right. having so a different, different last name official, names. Exactly. That's kind of so nice. That's kind of nice.
2: Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. When my dad was my agent, he did a great job. We had the same last name. So, a lot of people, which I think is totally wrong, were like, oh, your dad. Like, my dad was the one that I negotiated guess, my sure. contract for me in Australia. And my coach... This is a different story, but he kind of was like, "Oh, well, you're done," you know. Tried to get more money, well, like, duh, he's my agent. But like, because he's my dad, they like.
1: There's a bias. That, it was right.
2: just, a, it's stupid, you know. Like, I know a lot of athletes that have their dad as their agent, you know. Like right. Neymar's dad's his agent for goodness sakes, and he's doing a great job, you Neymar's know. Kind of a baby. <laughs> that's Maybe true. Very well paid
1: baby. Is a very well paid baby, a very yeah. baby. <laughs> and his dad very is well. also a very well paid dad. <laughs> but no, yeah.
2: You know, so like, it's nice. It, like to not have that like initial bias because he does have a different last name so Give now
1: to, I, yeah. so
2: now when people find word. out they're like it's a lot it's a just a little difference like they have a lot of respect because like they've already worked with jeff they see like he's super professional he's really good at what he does and they're like oh that's your husband like wow you know instead of like if we had the same last name it's like oh well who's this making this negotiation okay. for you like you know but now it's like van buren oh it's a different guy you know it's right. just it's different
1: oh but. but the drama that could happen Rose Lavelle <laughs> calls I just realized that Rose Lavelle's on your team yeah uh-huh star national yeah. team player but yeah ca- you got her more money <laughs> <laughs> what the crap yeah.
2: <laughs> well we've talked no, about I guess that that's more money for that's, you
1: that's, then yeah right? now not, you're making money goal. off your teammate that would be awesome actually. there we go
4: we'll d- double dip it,
1: right? oh man I love <laughs> it
2: well it's good motivation for him because whatever I make he's making it as well yeah. so it's I true know. it's a win-win
1: yeah man you guys yeah. are awesome this <laughs> this has been going forever we don't want to keep <laughs> you forever but yeah this is thanks for coming yeah thank very, you very, very much cool so, so yeah where can our listeners find you ashley i mean social media Pretty
2: active on my instagram you
1: are you do an awesome job
2: uh, thanks ash smash 33
1: ash smash 33 there you yeah. go that's where we're you also her.
4: building she's been building an email list out yeah. so she sends out weekly emails uh if parents listening I was just gonna say there you go yeah. there, you go. there you go he just took off there the- <laughs> 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 we go yeah. you, soccer uh parents players she has an email yeah. list with uh training tips she does videos yeah
2: just to help L out the younger generation and
4: then there's like camp info and too,
1: do you get so. there via website
2: um yes so if you yeah. go access my instagram just link in
1: my bio. bio okay yeah. website we didn't even talk about her viral video gosh dang it <laughs> ESPN that oh, was in yeah. a church gym yeah. uh, hitting a three-pointer with your foot <laughs> yeah so cool you so guys fun. are awesome thank you so much for coming thank you thank you thank
3: you